0: Dark dreams on oh, our dreams, yeah. so we're I, I and set it up so we're live again, guys. We're live. Um, we may have a little bit of uh, interruption because my roommate Finchie is going to coffee. Actually, he's gonna go meet up with Brian, um, and uh, his sister is supposed to be coming over, so we may have a bit of uh, a bit of uh, interruption. But, um, I guess we'll just work there, yeah, okay? Um, let's see here. Okay, I guess to recap, I think we all... Actually, uh... There were brutal self-defenses. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jason, you want to hand me that bowl, right? The blue bowl? This one?
1: Yeah. Uh, let me recap. You, you know, there was a brutal self
0: defense and a uh, unwarranted murder. <laughs> <laughs> brutal self defense and unwarranted murder. I'm glad you guys see it. I could be like Kevin and just mm-hmm. like totally set you guys. up. I... <laughs> <laughs> yes, you, you. He rolls a twenty. He kills you. No. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. I wish just to recap, we when we left off, um, we were, or we, you were. Uh making your way to Blackskeep you're basically about, you know, a day away. Um, all of that all of the events, the shooting, um the whole you know, crazed Mr. Skeens blowing away the the poor defenseless hillbilly. Um. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, hold on. Sorry guys, hold that thought. Hey Elisa. Oh, come on in <laughs> um, the whole brutal hillbilly shooting thing—the um, silencing—the silencing. <laughs> silencing of the witnesses. Yes. Ah, um, uh, there's still one last witness.
1: <laughs> I know, right? That, uh, I think we can find a way to Blacksteel from here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, since you're unfamiliar with the territory, <laughs> yeah. you have a track skill, so uh, yeah. no, you have Navigate, don't you? I have. I think you have some navigation skills. Yeah, some Navigate, right? yeah, 30. Um, unfortunately, the maps did say that it's not, yeah, not, it's on not marked on the map. I, I wasn't trying to railroad you guys, I was trying to gently push you in the direction. Yeah, so we're <laughs> Remember, not allowed to kill the guide. Yeah. Remember, it's not about railroading your players, It's about. it's about... Or it is about railroading your players, it's just not about letting them know that you're railroading them. Yep. Um, and I guess in this session, uh, Ben is going to be kind of quiet, it seems how we're without the gentleman playing Ben. <laughs> Unless one of you guys want to take on the, the Ben role, um, or what I can do is I can... Since that way Todd will want to kill one of you guys, not me. I can have you guys roll for Todd's sanity uh... points. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll alternate it so you guys can alternate the rolls, and then that way I can spread the blame around. Yeah, well, equally. He comes back with three separate sanities. <laughs> oh, yeah, he comes back with zero sand. Oh man, you're crazy now. He has become
2: one of the cultists. Yeah, we had to put you down. We had to put you down. Cthul- Cthul-
0: Cthulhu got you. Sorry, man. You're dead. Um, so, let me grab my notes, so did you guys have any questions, or was there anything that you guys had thought about, uh, from, from scene two that we wanted to go over, or, uh, hey guys, this is my roommate Finchie, uh, that's Jason Finchie, that's James, um, and then this is his sister, Elisa. Elisa, this is James. Hi. And this is Jason. Nice to meet you. Jason's a French too, so oh. well, he's good to go. Uh, he's cool. alright. James, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> not so much. <laughs> uh, he's on the other side of the family. <laughs> the other side. James is the other side of the <laughs> <laughs> family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other side of the channel there. Other side of the channel, other side <laughs> of the drip. Uh, um, okay. Do well, you guys you guys have any questions, or is there anything that I can clarify in terms of from um, this session to last, or my camera has flash, right? Uh, no, no. I don't. I, I could look that up, but okay. I don't think that the old Sure Shot cameras had flashes. It, let me check though, if my computer will actually Chrome will actually start know. up for me. Um, you could do something where you know you could jury rig some kind of lantern or uh. Yeah, some sort of light source.
2: Maybe it'll just come out as a disturbing photo or something. Do you wanna are you I'm gonna take pictures of the dead miners, but if there's
3: not <laughs> enough light, you know, maybe it'll, maybe I'll see their spirits or Let's see. something disturbing other than their I'm good. sure we can
1: get rig up some temporary torches to put enough light out the
0: You guys could do something like that. It said the sure shot uh, is definitely an inexpensive camera, it lives up to its billing, it's tiny cheap and has no viewfinders or other features. It's nothing more than a three by three by three and seven eighths polished wood box with a meniscus, meniscus lens, a simple spring shutter at one end, and a removable back for two and a half by two and a half glass plates. So, but the exposure is based on how long I leave it open. I think so. Yeah, okay. it's how much light is coming
2: because the the camera. Well, was I can just it. Yeah, I can just leave it. Open. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like I said, if the, the photos don't come out, they'll still look interesting and. Maybe there's some disturbing
0: imagery in there. It just, basically, it said that the cameras were advertised around 1897. Uh, Although advertisements proclaim the camera made two-by-two photos, there are no examples of this format, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so uh, we'll just call it an exposure thing. If you want to go ahead and roll and give me some... uh, If you want to roll and give me some uh, photography rolls, you guys can take some pictures. Mm, That one didn't go... I'll go ahead, what I'll do is I'll go ahead and say, you can take as many shots as you want, but we're doing the whole negative 10. 13. 15, okay. So you can catch some pictures. You really won't know one until, next. until the morning. Yeah. Um, so I would say crime scene, I would say one crime scene photo, mm-hmm. um, just so you guys, that's a good idea, so you have some proof. Yeah, I've, I've been writing Look at the picture. He had the knife. He's dead. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, we'll say, you know, after you, you try and settle down. I mean, obviously, this isn't a disturbing event. Um, this I'm, is, not, I'm sure I'm up all night with bad memories of the war. Exactly. Well, he only lost one sand so he <laughs> just slept like a baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, I've, I've killed them before. Yeah, I've seen that before. Um, uh, we'll say things settle down. We'll just we'll just fast forward to to the next day, and the next day you guys basically get into Black Steep itself. Uh, sometime in the in the morning, we'll say. And uh, let me just draw out a little map here. Basically, I'm patterning Blacksteep off of the town that my dad lives in in Central Appalachia. Basically, you've got you've got two main. You literally have two main streets. And um, what you have here is you've got several. Sure. Oh, Jared. Uh, I will take one what of those from yeah, a black cherry would be awesome. <laughs> the root beer's kinda uh, of root beer, kind of a flavor. You know, I couldn't try it. Um, yeah, I forgot to bring I was thinking of bringing a thing of barks, but I forgot about it. No worries, we got we got the technology here. There's some other buildings here that I probably am forgetting here because I haven't really reviewed my notes. But basically, you know, in 1906, you, you, you didn't really have, in, with the exception of... put this out here so you guys can kind of reference that. All of the buildings in this particular town in Black Steep are all made of um, brick typically white brick, or, or red, your typical brick buildings, uh, who have kind of faux marble edifices. If, if you imagine um, kind of like some of these pictures here where you most of the period buildings were made out of brick. All of the great stately oh, yeah, banners were made out of brick. Um which one has a dynamite? dynamite? What's that? Which one has a dynamite? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's going to make sure that's... much harder to burn
1: down and be uh, run screaming away from
0: the cold? <laughs> Which one? Run screaming? Did you say run screaming away from the bolts? The cold. No, I know, I'm just messing with you. They could be bolts, we don't know. <laughs> you guys wouldn't want to kill them. They would like be so cute. They'd drive you insane with their cuteness. You'd be like, ah. You'd be racked with guilt. Um, <laughs> but... Just as a just as a little background for the time, um, the popula- the population of Black Steep is about 500 people. So you basically have two main roads here. Um, the to describe what it looks like, Black Steep is is kind of. You have a good night? Yeah, yeah, Frenchie, no more talking, you're done. Uh, <laughs> you guys are, you're yeah, breaking he's, he's my immersion. You're kicking me out. Just go, yeah, just go, and you're breaking. I'm trying to generate immersion for my players, <laughs> and you're breaking it with your real-life <laughs> <top> banter. <laughs> okay, so, so, you have, um... You guys, one of you is going to have to leave the car. Oh. Let's pause. All right. All right, so, but yeah... Yeah, I was like, can't break my immersion, man. That was yelling at my roommate, so he's all pissed off. Just you're kicking me out? What is this? He's like, it's like you're having chicks over or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, that's my gaming group, man. Don't fuck with them. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely ladies uh, the religious bulk <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, don't fuck with my group, gaming group or I'll kill you. <laughs> uh, okay, so, back to what we're, back to Blackstreet. Um... Most of these individuals live in small personal residences. You know, picture a small town where most of the people who live in town live in houses along the main street.
2: That's all forested, right?
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of a... basically imagine a little imagine mountains all around you, right? Mm-hmm. And you've got these small little hamlets in the mountains. And these and these small little hamlets typically consist literally of two very long streets. One street will be leading into town and out of town in one direction. Another street will be leading into town and out of town in another direction. Mm-hmm. If you've ever been to the East Coast, uh, you'll see cemeteries on right off yeah. roads. Same deal here. Um, from your travels, you guys have noticed that Black Steep tends to have, and, and the areas around Black Steep tend to have uh, a main street with a cluster of homes, and then you'll have little individual farms that are up, you know, because it's a very mountainous area, so you'll have hollows or hollers, as the natives refer to them, and you'll go up those hollers and you'll have little, little private residences there that usually are tucked down in a you know, another hauler or near a pond or some sort of water source. Um, Black Steep is, is different in that it is a, a major population center, relatively speaking. Um, again, you've got, you've got people living in small residences. The bulk of the remaining population, uh, which is to say about roughly 2,000 people, live on small plots of land. Um, private residences, typically about 60 to 100 acres in the outlying hills and the hollows. Surrounding the
2: town of Blacksea. Like where is there like a, where are the mines? Your... Uh, basically, yeah. Let me, let me let me draw that up here. So
0: again, to kind of give you a three D, you know, a partial three D. Let's just call these the mountains, right? You're in Appalachia, so you're in you're in mountains. Now. You know, you have the little towns like Trammel, You guys basically came from Knoxville. You kind of came through the mountains, through these little, these little towns, and you've got, we'll just call Black Steep right here, and then you have all of these little private residences and stuff surrounding Black Steep. All these little, basically, farms and residences, and off in this direction, we'll call this. Uh, let me get my spatial orientation west east, north, south. So off to the uh, northeast, in the mountains itself, you have the mines. Um, we'll get to that. Can we see the mountains from the town? Um, well, you, you, you kind of are in, you literally are in the mountains. When you're in town, you're in kind of, uh, you're in a depression in the mountains. So, so the surrounding mountains you know, you can look around and see mountains and it's steep and stuff like that, but you can't, you can't you'd have to climb up to the top of a mountain. What you guys have done, you, you guys have on your way here, you've gone up on the top of ridges and looked around and seen mountain after mountain after mountain. You, you know, you've, you've appreciated the, the Blue Ridge Mountains as they're known. Um, the, the trees in any season kind of have this blue sort of haze and tint to them. So um, you guys have seen that. So you really to get uh, kind of a your bearings, you would have to be on the top of a pretty high mountain, relatively speaking, to kind of see the landscape around you. When you're actually in a hollow, or you're in a town, you're kind of in the mountains. So it's difficult. That's what makes black deep, black steep in this area so kind of disturbing, especially to your, you know, to Martin. And to Angela and to Ben is that you guys are, you know, from New York where the only mountains you're looking at really are in the city are the big tall buildings and everything's right. relatively flat. Um, here, very confusing, heavily wooded. You're here uh, six months after your, it's, I think I said it was basically yeah. early, early, early part of fall, late summer, early fall. It wasn't too bitterly cold out when you guys had to sleep outside, but it's starting to cool off. Um, so, you know, the trees have shed their trees, or the trees have shed their leaves for the most part. So that's that's that. Um, the town basically consists of a few civic buildings. There's a city hall. There's a sheriff's station with a jail, oh, which... You're going to be, we're going to be going there here pretty soon. He uh, <laughs> there's some residences. Uh, you've got the streets that I was showing you basically are gravel-lined streets with um, with stone and wooden sidewalks, stone sidewalks pretty much. They're not, again, they're not very, they're pretty crude. Um, and we'll just call these buildings, buildings. Buildings, and then you know you've got little alleys and stuff. Buildings, buildings. So, so you've got, you know, you've got all these little buildings and all these little, these little places here. There's, there are hitching posts along the along the stone cobbled streets, so you can tie up your animals. Um, there, there are a couple different points of interest, and what I'll do is I'll just go through these points of interest for you guys, and you guys might want to make notes to kind of check out where you want to go, and then you guys can go from there. And I guess we'll we'll do, I mean, obviously, the first stop probably is going to be the sheriff's, sheriff's office. The sheriff's office is going to be the first stop. So there is a sheriff's station, uh, there is a county jail, there's a Blacksteep County Library, and there's a city hall. Now, the city hall is important because you guys are going to be meeting with the, the council. The council wants to meet Ben Strong. Um, they want to basically talk about this whole survey mission and, and, and you know, the lost, uh, lost NEORS team. They basically want to meet you. Um, the city library or the county library, Blackstreet County Library, might be a point of interest to do research on the Melungia and see what you can find. Um, maybe, maybe obtain some, some maps or something about the local area, seeing how you're in Blackstreet. Probably a pretty good shot at finding something about Blacksteed in there. Um, the city hall. I think we. I think I already said that. So you have the sheriff's station, city hall, Blackseed County Library. Uh, you have the county jail. Maybe you'll end <laughs> up there. Maybe you won't. Um, you have a pharmacy. Uh, you have a feed store and a supply. You have the White Star Inn, which when you get to town, the White Star Inn is basically directly across from the city hall. Uh, County jail, uh, sheriff's station, sheriff's office, and the White Star Inn is where you guys are going to be lodged for the night tonight. Um, you've got what else? Do you you've got Skeens Sundry and Catalog, which is basically like a little general store, catalog store, owned by your good buddies aunt and uncle. Um, you've got a mortuary, Holbrook's Mortuary. Uh, you've got a bank a small little savings and loan that unfortunately will you know that you may you may want to put your money away while you guys are here. You're carrying some some pretty big cash right now. So mm-hmm. you never know. So basically that's those are the points of interest that you have. Uh you arrive you arrive into Black Steep, like I said, fairly fairly early, about eleven o'clock in the morning. Um, Skeens Basically says, okay, you know, you can check into the White Star Inn. You notice the, you can check into the White Star Inn. um, Get your stuff settled. You and me have to go and talk to Sheriff Lowell. That we do. Um, Angela, you you can accompany them. We'll we'll say that Ben will accompany uh, Martin on this particular. I mean, the sheriff is going to be affidavits and, and basically testimony from all of the, all of, all of you. I mean, that's Mr. Skeens is is making no bones about how he's going to spin this, and and I, you guys, I, you guys can give me a psychology role if you want to kind of see what his motivation is, if if you care or if you don't care. Um, give you just I mean, just see where, where he's at. I just really don't like this guy after all that.
1: Can months in that one, James? Yep. Well, it
0: wasn't a critical, but. <laughs> oh, 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 man. You, <laughs> you just. You're like, I think he wants to become the mayor. Yeah. <laughs> <you're> just, <laughs> he wants to stir political trouble. You've been smoking that wacky tobacco all morning long. Uh, if somebody wants to roll up Ben's. Uh, ben has a psychology roll of. 25. Nope, 69. Oh, okay. You guys really don't get an accurate gauge of, of the way schemes is going with this. He seems like he's going... Don't I worry about it. I don't like him. He, yeah, he, he just seems like he just doesn't like you guys. He
1: really honestly... I don't know. I don't well, like that's, that's mutual after uh, what
0: he did. <laughs> There's there no call for that. <laughs> he's just not a nice guy. So... <laughs> so he... Uh, yeah, right. He, yeah, he ain't right. He basically says, I'll see y'all later. Uh, I'm going to go talk to Sheriff Lowell. I'll be back for you, or Sheriff Lowell will be back for you. Or you can go over to the sheriff's station yourself, sheriff's office yourself, and, and talk to him. Uh, you will have to meet with the council. Ben, the council, wants to meet with you and your team here about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. They get done at about 5. It is a weekday metagame. uh Role-playing aside, it's it is a uh, weekday. Uh, their office, their office hours, obviously five o'clock is when they call. It, but it's like most people, um, Skeen says that they'll want to see you. You'll have to check in with them. Hopefully, your legal troubles don't keep you, because the council does not like to be waiting. You, you, time is of the essence. They want you to get get to work. They want this report from from Mister Fancy professor boy over here, so uh, I'll be back for you here in about an hour. Yeah, I think I better head straight to the uh,
1: sheriff right away. <laughs> first first thing in town. Okay. Otherwise, it'll, it'll, I think it'll look a bit bad on me.
0: Yeah.
2: So <laughs> yeah, you guys... Sugar, yeah.
0: Okay, so you... Uh, uh-huh. I guess just describe to me what you guys want to do here. You're, you're basically... You're standing in front of the White Star Inn. All of your stuff is... I'm assuming you traveled light, so your stuff is out in front of you, in front of the white star. Inn, and we can go from here. So, could...
1: well, I think I need to go straight to the sheriff. Okay. If the other two uh, would like to put the stuff in the room first, I don't think the sheriff would find that amiss, as I'm the one who actually shot the shot the man. Okay.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. Why don't we get our stuff in the room, and then we'll we'll meet with our as We can. Okay. So,
0: um. I guess what we'll do is we'll, uh, Angela and Ben get their stuff, they check in. It, basically the White Star Inn is, is much like all of these other red brick buildings on a smaller scale. Uh, the proprietor, I have his name here, uh, the proprietor, Danny Hammonds, uh, is an older fellow. You get in, it's, uh... It's it's basically he's a jovial, open man. He welcomes you. You know, you walk in, he's like, "Welcome, strangers? Is it, Is you he know, malundian? huh? Is he malundian? Uh, actually, if you want to give me, a, if you want to give me, like, a, I'm trying to think here, what would be a good, what would be a good skill to use? Anthropology. Uh, yeah, you you could do that or a history. I mean, you you kind of picked up some history of the Melungeon here, so you might be able to to spit, you know, spot out. History didn't work. Okay. What about uh? Why don't you get? Do, uh, I got anthropology, though.
2: Okay. What'd you get? About Out of
0: twenty-one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, from what from what you have, what you gather about the Melungeon, he does seem to have Melungeon features. Um. You know, he he definitely has the sort of darker complexion. He's got the black hair. Mm. There's there's something vaguely uh, you know being a good looking woman you, you know you can spot kind of an ugly man and and there is something vaguely ugly about this man although personality wise he's extremely jovial he's extremely open he, he welcomes you he seems generally excited when you and Ben walk through the door okay. um, he offers to help you with your bags um, he 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 definitely he definitely just seems uh, uh, very open to strangers now he does he does tell you I, I mean do you want to how do you want to engage him Angela do you I, I mean I guess maybe we could role play this out do you have
2: any questions for him I mm, mean no, I, I just kind of wanted to see because I mean this is the second mm-hmm. this is the second one and I kind of want to gauge what the range is as far as compared to schemes did you want to? Are they
0: all crazy, or is it just schemes? Yeah. Well, he seems—I mean, from what you've gathered of schemes thus far, um, he seems, you know, uh, more jovial and mo- more open. Did you have any particular questions you wanted to ask him? Did you? Uh, did you? How am I at? Yeah. Are you from around here? Oh yeah. He, he. Yeah. I was. I was. I was born and raised in Blacksteep. You know, I. I lived here with my family my whole life. In fact, my pa own this little restaurant and an inn for travelers such as yourself. Uh, my pa fought in the Civil War. He fought for the South, of course. Uh, he, you know, he uh, he basically tells you that, he tells you that Black Steep is, is a relatively small place. Um, he lets you know that most people who are born in Blacksteep and come from Black Steep tend to stay in Blacksteep. Steep. Um, you know, he, he basically tells you, that Skeens feller, he's a... He's 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 not exactly a ray of sunshine, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think you I think you and and, and your good friend here uh, have have kind of gathered that already. Um, he does seem like ignorant of the shooting, so he doesn't know about the shooting yet. But but he, you know, he, oh, does, change. <laughs> he does he does indicate that that Skeens is not
2: a nice guy. Okay. Um, that I'll I'll both be nice to him I and mean, they want to talk to him later so okay okay yeah, you guys definitely
0: i you know I mean he he's open to it he said you know uh if, if you if if you uh you and and, and your your team want to want to come back and and, and have uh, some supper here my, my wife and I miss mrs Hammonds she'd be more than happy to cook you some supper and and you guys can bed down for the night I know you got a busy day ahead of you what's the plan? Uh, his name is Danny Hammond. Okay. So, he basically, he assists you with your belongings. Uh, he gets them up the stairs for you. Obviously, each of you will get a separate room. Um, this, again, will be paid for you. It, you know, he says the the council's paying for this, so don't worry about money. Uh, they, they basically have given you carte blanche however long you need to stay here. He doesn't use the term carte blanche, so... That's a gaming in game. Okay. <laughs> you guys get that. <laughs> right.
2: well, we're not paying for it. <laughs> You're no. not paying for it, exactly. All right, well, I will politely excuse us. Okay. And uh, we'll get the stuff in the room and try to catch up with them as soon as possible. Okay, so
0: what I'll do is uh, we'll basically we'll basically do this here. So, Martin, you obviously, I mean, you do have your weapon. You do have your sidearm on you. Yes. I-, I don't know if do you want to take your sidearm into... Do you want to carry your sidearm with you? I mean, obviously, you have your Spanish Mauser, so I'm going to go ahead and assume that you... That... I, I would have left with the luggage. Okay, okay. Because I don't so, want to be
1: carrying a rifle down through town
0: <laughs> in a slightly more settled area. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you obviously, we'll just say that, you know, you have your coat on, and you kind of pull your coat over your sidearm a little bit, so it's not so pronounced. <laughs> just put it in that place. your Mauser Yeah, your Spanish... You're Eight foot long Spanish browser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should Scott Glancy out. It's here. a purse of holding. <laughs> it's yeah. A, yeah, it's a bag. You put it in your bag of devouring. Uh, your purse of devouring. Um, so, so you you proceed over to the sheriff's station. You do notice that the sheriff's station, the county jail, and the city hall are all in one building. Eight? Yeah, <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> and and Cthulhu's is in yeah. there. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's a it's a massive uh, brick edifice. Again, it's got the white marble columns. It's got a clock made out of brick and stone in the front. It kind of almost has like a White House kind of dome um, on the top. We'll say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to do two separate rolls for you guys. So I need you to give me a spot hidden roll and Angela, and I would say roll one for Ben as well, give me a spot hidden roll. I see nothing. I'm too worried about going to jail. Okay, so... So, Ben rolls a 67. Okay. Does he pass the spot hidden? Uh, I don't know. I oh. don't think so. Oh, sorry. And I, oh, I roll a 2. <laughs> I'll let like, you see it. Hey, James, does he pass the spot hidden? <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, 67. 67. Uh, let's see here. Uh, no, he fails big time. I actually rolled a 2. You roll the two. Okay, so give me a D six roll. Oh great! Woo-hoo. Give me a D six roll, Damn. and then James, give me. But G- I didn't see it. <laughs> give me a D six so roll. I always
2: a six?
0: Oh <laughs> seriously! So divide that by two, and that's how much sanity you okay, lose. all the two. And of course, he gets he loses one sanity. I got a five, so you lose two sanity. So you notice this completely. Let me write this down. He loses two sanity, so he's down to sixty-five. I'm winning the race. <laughs> right? I'm at uh, fifty. So am I. Winning the race. This might be awesome. Uh, so, so you notice when as you as you walk up to this building, you notice. Um, I'm trying to think of the term for it. Basically, like there's a freeze, or like a, there's there's this. Piping, you know. um, If have you ever seen like Capitol Hill, you know the triangular face of the building, how it has little symbols and stuff etched into this. As you walk up to this city hall building, you spot your eye kind of looks and and you kind of realize what this really. This, this dread, again, you will never get used to seeing the, the symbol. symbol. I take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you want to set up your camera and take a picture of that? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Give me a, give me a photography. one. you role. taking
1: pictures while I'm being
2: tried and executed? <laughs> I'll take a picture of that. Too. Uh, that, one uh, uh,
3: that
2: one didn't make it. Negative 10 now. That one didn't make it. Negative 10. 20. Now we're negative 20. Negative 20. Uh-oh. <laughs> I just can't. It's too freaky. I can't take <laughs> You're it. so you You're are so much, yeah. yeah.
0: You're so disturbed and so
2: rattled by this yeah. by this
0: blatant. I want to make a note
2: though that you know. Okay. Point of interest to come yeah to come back.
1: Yeah I'm sort of being a bit more hesitant now about. So, yeah, in,
2: as,
0: as you're walking up to the building saying, you know, I'm going to make this right. I'm going yes. to turn myself in. You see these, you see these subtle etchings in this, in this decoration. And you, you begin to spot the, the symbol. You begin to spot that tattoo that was on, that you've noticed throughout your journey to Blackspeed. And, and as you kind of stop, because you're like, whoa, you know, this is trippy. You start to see it repeating everywhere in this motif, kind of like, uh, imagine the Rose Castle in Scotland. Have you guys ever heard of that? Where the motif are roses inside the this actual castle, and they're carved and 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 they're hidden inside other motifs. When you begin to examine this thing, you start to see the symbol hidden in other motifs, and it's the effect. Obviously, Angela's so freaked out that she can't. <laughs> take a picture. She's just like, uh and you know, Martin, you're obviously like uh We haven't even talked to them. We don't even know that we're <laughs> Yeah, you don't you don't know this yet? And Ben Ben's just like you know, Ben's pretty rattled because Ben has never seen a man get blown away before. I mean, you, you guys yeah. literally saw a man's head blown off of his body the night before. So so it's disturbing. Um, ice cream. Ice cream <laughs> 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 you set up your picture, and you notice as you set up your picture, though, as you set up your camera, because it, it's relatively quick. It's a relatively quick process. But as you stop in front of this building and take the shot, you start to notice people are looking at you,
2: <laughs> and,
0: and they're they're kind of looking at you, kind of cross-eyed. Like, what's this person doing, taking a picture? Because I mean, you're physically a very good-looking woman and a physically big, tall, yeah. tall woman. So they're just kind of like, what's this stranger doing taking pictures of our buildings? That's that's kind of what you're thinking in your head. Um, yeah. <laughs> not not so good. So you meet Sheriff Lowell. Uh, Martin, you walk in, and standing there is a, is a big, physically large man. Um, if you give me psychology or a, um, uh, a uh, history or an anthropology role, do you want to just roll and uh, get lucky? I might. I have a twenty in history, so okay. let's see. Oh. no! Well, I, I just want you guys to roll dice just to make it interesting. You, you kind of see. He's he, just a guy. He's just a guy. Yeah, you don't notice anything remarkable about him. You could try if you wanted to try an anthropology roll. What's your base chance on that? One. Oh, no nice. better, but no. Yeah. Okay, how about a no rule? Why don't you give me a no rule? That might be a better judge of 65%. Yeah, there you go. Oh man, you crit that. Yeah the idea oh, is yes. like boing it goes oh, off the yeah, light yeah. bulb, so goes This off is and... the
1: center of Melungeon activity. Yeah. Maybe he's Melungeon. Yes.
0: <laughs> exactly. Big, amiable man, uh large, looks physically strong, but he does have the Melungeon characteristics that guys have encountered here in schemes. Again, a vaguely sort of ugly look. It's hard to describe. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a very unique look. It's like it's a soul. It's, it's you, you can't put your finger on it, but but there's something just not right about this guy. But he is amiable. He sits down with you and he says I heard you had some trouble uh, last night and um, I trust uh, I've been Mr. Isaacs has has sent your credentials your team's credentials ahead of you um, uh, He he's briefed me on on your visit here so I do understand that you are uh, uh, a rough gentleman a little rough around the edges uh I I know how to handle myself. Okay. Uh, You want to tell me what happened last night?
1: Certainly, yeah. I woke up last night hearing the animals uh, making some noise. I went to go see what was happening, make sure they were okay not being bothered by some wildlife or something. And to my surprise, I find two gentlemen rooting through our belongings. Okay. Uh, Upon seeing this, I fired off a... Shot in the air, told them both to freeze. Okay. Don't want any of our belongings stolen, of course, but can't just sit back and allow that to happen.
3: Okay.
1: Sadly, one of the gentlemen decided it was wise to rush me with a knife after I had already fired off a warning shot. Okay. I, of course,
0: defended myself, and sadly the gentleman did not survive that. Okay, so far your, your testimony is what you're telling me corroborates what, what Mr. Skeens told me. Uh, Mr. Mr. Helmond, is it? Uh, yes. <laughs> Mr. Helmond, I have no reason to disbelieve your story because what you're telling me has corroborated with what Mr. Skeens has told me. I'm not inclined to charge you with any sort of crime at this point uh, I will investigate this matter with the surrounding authorities uh, I have dispatched a few of my deputies to the town that we were in that I completely I believe it was Browning yep, Browning, oh, Browning. I, I have dispatched a few of my deputies to, to Browning and uh, they are going to look into this matter. Uh, you will understand. Uh, you will understand if I want you to stick around for a few days. Well, that is.
1: Well, that shouldn't be too much of a problem. I, we, uh, all three of us are going to be in the area for, I believe, near on a month, okay. doing
0: our investigation
1: or such as our plan.
0: Okay. Well, uh, let's just put it this way, Mr. Helmand. Um I'm going to issue you and your team full credentials uh, access to the localities. Um, your friends are free to leave whenever they want, but you're not. And if you have a problem with that, I will be forced to lock you up in our in our facility here. Um, I don't want to do that. Obviously, this is this is not the way I want to start off here with you, with you gentlemen. Um, I understand you are traveling with a lady, um, so I, I, I understand. I get it. Uh, and if I were in your situation, I probably would have reacted the same. But as far as paperwork and law goes,
1: I have to. I understand you have to investigate and you have to make sure I am, I am here to receive
0: justice should such be necessary. And. You know, and, and he, he shakes his head and, and he says, I'm glad that you're a reasonable man. You look like a reasonable feller to me, and I see no reason to hold you or or interrogate you over this or make a big brouhaha over, over this incident. I do regret this was your welcome. Uh, you know, Mr. Skeens isn't exactly a ray of sunshine. It seems yeah, not, not, that seems no uh,
1: <laughs> that,
0: that was not a particularly enjoyable trip up here, I must say. Well, Mr. Skeens, is, uh, Mr. Skeens isn't going anywhere. Uh, we do understand. He, he has reported to me that he did discharge a weapon in self-defense, so that's why I'm not going to make such a huge deal about your, your shooting this man, this uh, Browning man. And then just as, just as you guys are in this part of the conversation, I'll say, Angela, you come in. Um, just as they're kind of wrapping up, and and sure. Sheriff Lowell turns to you, and you now you've met a game, so obviously you know what he looks like, and, okay. and he on his hand. Give me spot <laughs> hidden. Why don't you guys give me spot um, yeah. hidden? Yeah. I'm always looking. Yeah, I you give me a spot I hidden. I forgot yeah. to look for the. Yeah,
1: I'm more worried the, about the, the crime and the
2: consequences. I'm going to check the innkeeper and his wife when we get back. <laughs> I forgot to say that. So. <laughs>
0: You, okay, so you don't spot hidden. You don't notice anything on his hands. Uh, his his hands are, you know, he's obviously sitting kind of the way I'm sitting with his okay. hands folded on his lap. He always has it on his shirt. <laughs> he, has a, he has it on his back. Uh, <laughs> he has one of those big, full <laughs> he, he, He's got the devil tattooed He's got, like, Hell's Gate tattooed on his back. You can't see that right now. Uh, <laughs> that would drive you completely insane. Um so you get in, and he says, you know, he he's basically says, you know, uh, morning, ma'am, uh, have a seat, uh, my, uh, we, I was just discussing the, the commotion the other night with, uh, Mr. Helmond here, uh, oh, that was dreadful dreadful. what, ma'am, if, uh, Miss Deacon, is it, Miss mm-hmm. Deacon, um, would you like to tell me what you observed, if, if if you recall, if, it, if the strain of it isn't too much, Miss Dinkin, I, I, I would be interested to get your side of the story. I, I've interviewed Mr. Helmond. Um, I've interviewed Mr. Skeens. Um, I will interview Professor Strom at, at, at some point. Oh when goodness, yes, I comes, uh, <laughs> I can
2: say it will be okay. Um, so we were uh, camped out and we were in our tents and. We heard the animals being disturbed, and uh, I, I was afraid, so I stayed in the tent. And uh, and so uh, Martin said that he would do it, something about earning his pay. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, I hear him shout, telling them to stop. And there's a shot fired, and then a man scream not 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 a more of a a yell. And then I heard another shot, and and then uh, I went out with Ben, and there is a, a man uh, on the ground.
0: And well, ma'am, I don't want you to. I, I understand the man was was shot, and I, I don't want to trouble you. Uh, your story corroborates with with Mr. Helmons, and. It corroborate, corroborates with uh, Mr. Skeetons, and and uh, I have instructed Mr. Helm on here, uh, just want to let you know, ma'am, that uh, because he was involved in this shooting and, and he did discharge his weapon and, and freely admits that he fired on that Browning man in self-defense, we're going to have to keep him here for a couple of days while my deputies travel to Browning and, and do a bit of an investigation. Oh, I
2: see. Well, that makes perfect sense. Uh, I hope... Uh... Hope it goes quickly, and uh, will we be able to still continue with our job here? No, no, not a problem, ma'am. What, what I'm
0: prepared to do is uh, I'm prepared to give you and your team uh, credentials you need to uh, basically just, just a letter uh, that you can present to uh, some of the people who may not be complying with, with your investigation uh, in the area, just basically explaining your intentions here. And uh, maybe helping them open up a little bit. Uh, the the people of Blacksteep, ma'am, we we are very clannish. Um, we're not used to strangers. Not that we don't like strangers. We're just not used to them. Um, uh, you 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 will understand our position, ma'am. We 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 are a closed community of sorts, and and we. You know, we we like our solitude and we like our peace. Uh, but however, I, I will uh, the the Blacksteep uh, Council. The Council has instructed me to kind of show you around. Uh, let me let me tell you what I know about the Yorks team's disappearance, ma'am, and 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 Mr. Helman and and Mr. Strom. I, I want to give you the the of the bare facts for you. Uh, I was personally involved in the in, in investigating their disappearance. Um, I will provide you with uh, with basically a rough map of their campsite. Um, their camp when they disappeared, when they were reported missing, finally we did investigate and uh, we questioned the locals. Um, there are a few private residences around their campsite where they camped out, and um, we did a thorough search of the area. We even conscripted some of the uh, the locals around here to kind of help us out with the with the actual uh, search, and we didn't turn up anything, but we do want to give you the opportunity, or I, I want to give you the opportunity, uh, to go ahead and check out the campsite, and, and um, it's a bit degraded now, you know, it's been several months. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, did we, you leave everything you found
1: there, or did you pack up their equipment and store it somewhere? Yeah, we, personal
0: effects. We, we, we packed up most of their personal effects, um, I'm still waiting for uh, Mrs. Williams, uh, Professor Williams' wife, uh, to, to release those belongings to you guys. Um, I'm hoping that I'll receive some sort of authorization here in the next couple of days. We did send out a dispatch. to. Uh, I, I instructed Mr. Isaacs to contact uh, Mrs. Williams. And hopefully you're, uh, you, you will be able to take the team's personal effects with you when you conclude your investigation here in Blacksteep. I have not received permission for that yet, but, but I'm but, working on it. That's the take Is there any way we can look at it? No. Well, Ms. Deacon, uh, technically, because the site was a crime scene, it is evidence, it is county evidence. Uh, unfortunately, judicially... Speaking, that would probably be outside my ability to grant you access to those personal items. Uh, I know that it would be critical for your investigation. I'll uh, oh, Go ahead. I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean oh, to. Oh, well, without, uh, without permission from Mrs. Williams. And well, Ben didn't get a letter before he left, did he? Well, ma'am, I would love to help you
2: out. I, I understand. That's, that's, that's fine. I don't... That can be dealt with either.
1: we can wait a few days for some telegrams to uh, make those back and forth. Exactly. Uh, we
0: permission. Exactly, exactly. You just have to wait for the initial, official perm, permissions, and we will, uh, we will release those items to you, and uh, you'll be free to examine them. But in the meantime... Uh, I can't show you those items. I have been instructed by the council, though, to kind of show you around our our facility here. Uh, since you're in Black Steep and you got a couple hours before you actually meet up with the uh, the council, why don't I show you around? And uh, oh, that would be lovely. That's, all right, sounds good. Uh, he, you know, he 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 basically uh, he he goes on to tell you that he does go on to tell you that the the campsite. Was discovered unmolested, and many of their personal possessions of the of the NIORS team of New England Occult Research Society teams uh, possessions were discovered in their tents. Um, he does tell you that that isn't odd in light of the fact that most, if 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 it, if it was a crime committed by the locals, um, or if it was a crime committed by somebody locally. Uh they might have taken their personal items any money or things like that. Um, if it wasn't, you know basically maybe you know it, it was just remarkable to him that they did that they found their their campsite unmolested. even if
1: it had been wildlife that some of the locals wouldn't have scavenged stuff afterwards. yeah, yeah he, he, he did
0: he did um, he did find that strange. Um, but he does—he does let you guys know that that he did recover a slim volume that he presumes to be Mr. Williams' notes, Professor Williams' notes. As soon as he receives permission from from Mrs. Williams, maybe in the next day or two, uh, he will be able to release that journal to you.
2: Uh, By the way um, I think Ben's gonna keep all his notes on his persons and not present it Oh yeah. So. Yeah, we'll just say that Ben has a little
0: slim volume as well. That he's he's uh, keeping his notes.
2: Did the sheriff
0: identify who the other two gentlemen with the professor were? Uh, there was there was a, a black gentleman. Um, we had a hard time tracking him. His his information down. We we suspect uh, that he was, you know, uh, basically a man like yourself. Um, man of Adventure. Uh, he's trying to put this diplomatically again. I find my find myself as the keeper, always trying to tiptoe around that. Uh, you know, he, he we 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 weren't able to locate his last name. Uh, he these 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 other members are basically ghosts since we haven't been able to recover any bodies, and there's really no reason for us to suspect foul play because we've questioned the the people. Who live near the campsite, and, and we did do a sur- thorough search of the area. And in light of the fact that none of their belongings were missing, uh, th- there was there was uh, cash and valuables found in the tents, and we don't really suspect we don't suspect uh, robbery or, or, or yeah, murder. No
1: identification papers, anything they would have had along those
0: lines was likely on them. That stuff, that stuff, they 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 didn't find.
2: They... Now... Well, uh... Can we... Can we continue this while you give us a tour? Uh... Yeah. You were okay. talking about... Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um... So... Was... Uh, was everything... All their belongings there? Or were there any... Was there anything that they would have... missing that they would have been... Possibly had on... On them when... When they disappeared? Like were... Was there... Were there backpacks there? Or did they... Yeah. You know? Well,
0: I presume that they had forms of identification on them. I would presume that maybe they had a weapon or two on them. Um, we did recover a couple of weapons from, from the site. Um, we didn't recover any hand weapons, we didn't recover any pistols, we did recover a shotgun and a rifle. Um, so I presume they did have some sort of sidearm, uh, some sort of firearm on their person. Um, but other than that, it, it yeah, I mean the, the site was was fairly undisturbed. It, it was very odd. Uh, it, it really kind of it seemed strange, very very strange. Um, the the locals uh, that around the particular site didn't report anything out of the ordinary. They didn't they didn't report spotting anybody, uh, other than the, other than your friends, um, and, or other than your friend, Professor Williams, and, and so it was, yes, it, it's very, very odd, and, and so, so you will understand why we don't want, why we want to keep this matter as quiet as possible. We, we, we don't want to get a reputation. Um, so, I would appreciate your, your tact and your, um. Your uh, diplomacy, I guess, in this matter, help me out. So as you guys are walking around, and he's, as he's talking, he, he kind of, you guys kind of take a walk outside, and he shows you the city hall, and 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 you know he points to the columns, and he, he you know he basically kind of reinforces the different the different businesses in the area, and, and he says, oh, you're staying over at the White Star, huh? You know, just friendly banter and things like that. And then he takes you into the, uh, into the actual little county jail. and uh, the county jail is basically a small little red brick um, edifice attached to the sheriff's office. It's kind of built in. You access it through another door though. Uh, and he takes you in there and there's a, you know there's, there's, a, there's a couple cells there and there's a deputy sitting at the desk there. Um, why don't you guys give me a psychology rule?
1: a psychology news? Well, failed anyway. Okay. Failed. Uh Let's see what Ben gets. Let's see what Ben See, Ben's got it.
0: He rolls a twenty-one. Ooh. I know that's a pass. You want to see? Yeah. Oh yeah. He passes it. So, as you guys walk in, you notice the deputy perks up as you guys kind of walked around with. With uh, Sheriff Lowell, you notice there are a couple people passing by, and they seem to kind of perk up and they respond to him as a man who's well liked and respected. You can tell that that people respect him and and they like him, and he seems like you know he doesn't he doesn't seem like the kind of typical like oh there's a cop. He seems very well liked, very well respected. They know him, they engage him. The deputy is the same way. Uh, he shows you the he shows you the little. A little jail there, and then he points out the city hall, and he says, you know, that's where the council office is built into there, we've got records in there, you know, and then he, he kind of gives you again the little tour of, of Blacks the little businesses, and he says, well, you know, Mr. Mr. Hellman, Miss Deacon, uh, Mr. Strom, uh, I think our business is concluded, he hands you a little docket. With your credentials, basically. So if you guys want to note those down, it's basically a, a leather folio, little leather docket, little leather uh, attaché. Um, you kind of look over the letters, and, and basically it's just a generic kind of form letter saying, you know, uh, by author by authorization of the Black Blackstone Council, you know, the the following uh, persons have uh, have the right to investigate to you know obviously, basically what it's saying, to paraphrase, is you guys can investigate. Obviously, you can't feel kick doors down and stuff like that. But, but you you are entitled to ask questions and investigate. And the locals should cooperate with you as, as, as much as possible. Hey, uh, Jason, could you hand me some of that kettle corn there? And there's some refills there, guys, if you guys want some more. Uh, oh, uh, if you guys want some more of that feel free. There's also some refill on the the chips. If you guys want some more of those chips and stuff, uh, feel free to help yourself. Um, If you get thirsty, there's some water also on the fridge. Obviously,
2: the sheriff's not saying this. but (laughs) Um, He he takes us back to the city hall? Yeah, he basically takes you back to his office, sir. I'm going to call him. I said, Sheriff, can I ask you a question? And I want to ask this as Innocently and just, you know, as early as
0: possible. Give me an app rule. Give me an app times three. Okay. Or an app times four. Let's do an app times four.
2: Uh oh, app times four? Yeah, I think that. Okay, so you kind of back your eyes. Okay. I wanna ask what the what that symbol is then. Just like you know, it's such a curious symbol. I've never seen anything like it before. What is that? He looks up, and then he looks at you, and he kind of gives you a
0: strange look. Like he looks up. And he says, uh, "Ma'am, uh, are you a bit tired from your journey, uh, your travels?" <laughs> symbol, ma'am. I. Oh.
2: I uh do I need to make a sanity roll for that? I think (laughs) you probably should. (laughs) No. Holy crap.
0: What did you roll? Ninety-eight. Oh (laughs) man. Give me a G6 roll. Okay, I ain't
2: rolling that (laughs) guy. Oh five. Oh that is bad news. You lose five sanity. Ah, so that's eight. I've lost
0: today. That is a critical critical uh Actually, you you know what you get, and you've lost what eight in the span of we'll call it an hour. <laughs> well, even isn't it just five in one? Oh, roll? Oh, five, yeah, five in one roll is instant, instant short term insanity. So get, roll a d oh, ten, Miss Deacon. No bugs, please. Two. <laughs> bugs again? No. This is going to be interesting. So as he's looking up at the, uh, as he's looking up at the freezing, he looks at you. And he looks back up, and he's trying to be as gentle and as amiable as possible. You flip out.
2: He's basically saying there's nothing. I he's saying, he's saying
0: there's nothing there, and that's when you just snap. You, you, you were so disturbed by the picture of, 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 you were so disturbed by this thing, this coincidence, that you couldn't get the picture right. Now he, the sheriff's saying there's nothing, nothing there. there. So two on the short-term insanity is Belize and panicking. So you I'm return back. I run to yeah, You literally, you, you're like,
2: and then you uh, no, literally no, 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 no. just run across the street. <laughs> and
0: and as you as you kind of do a little short run across the street, you know uh, Ben and, and Martin are looking at you like, uh, what's your reaction? you know uh, she, she's not quite right. <laughs> That might be, yeah. like, you know, I think the I think the trauma of the previous evening... Well, give me a no roll. <laughs> give me a no roll because um, I, I will look up at the thing to see if
1: I see these symbols up there though. If it's her seeing things going more off the event, or if it's just the sheriff. I mean, give me a roll. I
0: make a no. I made my no roll. Your ESP, your 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 psychic sense picks up, and you know something is not quite right here. <laughs> you get you you know you touch. You touch that that place that we talked about. Yeah, that one that I don't. Know. So why don't you add five to your mythos? I fail. You fail. Okay, roll a d six and divide by two. Ooh, that's two seven, and you add that to your mythos as well. You look up and and you realize. And it's very, very, it's again, it's a very, very disturbing feeling to, to see something, to be psychically affected by something, and then to look up and see it, and then look back at, uh, you know, an authority figure who's telling you, you're fucking nuts, basically. <laughs> That's what, and, it, and you don't say anything to it, but it does affect you. You kind of, and, and the weird thing is, Martin starts to get kind of this feeling that he got. When he was in battle, and and you see the horrors, you know, you kind of you start to have that same kind of that that existential dread, you know, like a, I'm really not liking this town. Well, yeah. you feel you feel this 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 horror and this dread and this realization, kind of like when you were fighting and you you were in the Philippines and you saw people being shot and you saw their scorched earth policy. And, and you really, truly understood as a young man that you were going to die. That is that, that feeling, that all-encompassing feeling of that existential dread on the deepest, most profound level. And you don't want to do It oh, yeah. messes
1: with you. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking whatever's going on, the shirt's so in on it you now. Because
0: <laughs> I know what I saw. Do you know what you saw, though? I believe I do. <laughs> <laughs> Your sanity is telling me something different though. What is your be at now, uh, Jim? 45. Oh, man. What's your mythos at? you got to be about a 20 in mythos. 21. 90. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you are touching the dark yeah. side right now.
1: you are going to know exactly when to run away and survive while the rest of us are killed. This might our a slightly higher sands. Just run when I run. <laughs> <laughs> well, a- after your past behavior, I don't think that's <laughs> Okay. There's a conclusion. That's it.
0: A- Mythos, Cthulhu, mythos. That's like a Mickey Mouse. The, Coug- yeah. <laughs> the Cthulhu Mickey Mouse. Yeah, I gotta put some tentacles uh, Yeah, you gotta have, make it. There's like, I saw this ad. It's like a plush. It's like a plush Cthulhu, basically. I have a little one. Oh, do you have well, a plush Cthulhu? That, yeah, actually. no, you need to bring it next time. When I'm finished writing the uh, new scenario I'm working on for you guys, we could bring a little plush Cthulhu. Um, uh, maybe a little later. Yeah. Uh,
1: do you keep up with Laura Souza at all? What, what? comic books? Uh, he does two what comics. he's characteristic, but but uh, he and his wife got sent by somebody it's basically a knit cap
0: where it's sort of ski as type kind of thing but it's got it's- oh <laughs> nice that's
2: rad alright uh, don't break my immersion man no I'm sorry no, I'm I do like the bumper sticker there's, there's two bumper stickers one says Miskatonic U, like a, you know, like from a school type mm-hmm. thing and another one was uh Go well, for Cthulhu, the greater of two evils, <laughs> <laughs> or greater of all evils. Are you
0: using the bathroom there, James? Yeah. Okay. We'll That's just. What doing, too. Okay. Um. So yeah. We'll just we'll wait till uh, James gets back. But basically, yeah. I mean, you, you, you get that. You get that strange feeling. Not a fun experience. Yeah, to... I may not be leaving this town alive. <laughs> he does. He kind of, you know. Sure, Lowell does. I, I mean, when. He obviously notices that you're looking at something, uh-huh. and he he kind of looks at you sideways, too, and... I want to do a, what was it, psychology just to see if I think he's faking. Okay. I'm not going to make it, but I'm going to try anyway. You could try. You could roll for Ben, too, if you want.
1: That is a 16 on a 5, so no. And let's see if Ben... Ben's 25. No, nope, Ben doesn't notice. You know, life. Ben
0: Ben's kind of like he you know when when Angela freaks out and runs across the street in just an absolute panic, Ben's kind of a little bit more concerned about Angela. So he, he doesn't notice the interplay between you and Lowell. Mm-hmm. But you kind of look at Lowell, you're kind of sizing him yeah, up. Like, what's what's up with this guy? Yeah, and and no, not the smartest thing to do with this one. <laughs> well, your ability to size people up is fairly well developed in light of your past experiences. So although you fail the psychology check, you, you're not you can't really draw a bead on what he's thinking or where he's coming from. You do get the impression that maybe something is I mean, obviously you saw something and he's coming I mean, he didn't see anything, but if he's acting, he's doing a hell of a job. All right. So, you guys. I mean, Angela's run back to the White Star. Ben is kind of turning to follow her. He, you know, he he says, you know, thank you. Uh, you know, he basically get, you know, finds a way out and says, thank you, Sheriff Lowell. We appreciate all your help thus far. Um, so he kind of follows shortly thereafter. I'm assuming.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll make my uh, <laughs> take my leave and. Joe was trying to calm down the poor no. panicked lady. Her
2: weak feminine mind. I put the door on, the janitor door with the chair. <laughs> you... I'm hiding under the bed.
0: I just think Fleas and panic is so perfect. That was such a perfect. Uh... Synchro- that was such a perfect gaming synchronicity. <laughs> um, so you're kind of the last to leave, Martin. Mm-hmm. And he, you notice as you kind of just sort of amble off the street, or amble away from them. You notice he turns around and he's standing there with his arms folded and he's watching you and he's watching, he's watching the scene between Angela running and Ben kind of following after her and he's, he looked at you and, he, and, and you notice, you think you detect just the ever so slightest hint of a smile, kind of a wry sort of smile, sardonic smile. Plays the corners of his lips. You wouldn't be able to, It's just a very, very subtle facial gesture. Yeah, I don't trust him anymore. <laughs> so, like a joke on the new people in town. <laughs> <laughs> so, you get back to the White Star. Um, again, I'll say it's about 11 when you guys got in town. We'll call it... We'll call the whole interview process an hour and a half, two hours. Um, and the, and the showing around. So it's about one o'clock. Uh, you got you basically have about three hours, uh, roughly, of game time to to do what you what you want to do um, in terms of of kind of poking around the town. Um, obviously, Angela's. Back in the hotel, back at the White Star, you know, um, Danny Hammonds is not around. You basically go through a little door, and you run up to your room, and, you know, you are fucking freaked right now. Barricade the door, and get out in the bed. And you hear, as you do that, you hear like a pounding <laughs> on the door, and you hear, Angie! Angie! <laughs> and, it's, and it's Ben's voice, and he's just like, Angie, what's the matter? Let me in! <laughs> yeah, I get to play, I actually get to play Ben and I'm nice. He's like, I love you, knowing. <laughs> no, you just hear, you know, you hear this. You hear a, shh, shh. Yeah. I <laughs> no, right? Well, you have a single barrel, what was it like, a single barrel 20 gauge? Uh, but he's pounding on the door, you know, like, Angie, what's the matter? What's going on? Huh? What did you see? What's, what's happening with you? <laughs> well,. That's all I calm
2: down. I ain't letting
0: anyone do. Okay. We'll just say, we'll just call this tempor- short-term temporary insanity. You kind of get caught up in okay. the moment. But I could still be fragile, Yeah, yeah. All you right, kind yeah. of, you high, you know, you run you run up the rickety stairs, slam the door behind you, push a chair up against it, grab your shotgun. <laughs> you're, you're kind of rocking yourself back and forth, yeah. especially because you touch the mythos. I mean, you just know there is something not right about this place. And Ben's just pounding on the door. Angie, let me in. What did you see? What is going on? Let me in. <laughs> All
2: right. Well, once I think I... I think it's calm down a little bit. I'll, I'll let him in. Okay. Now, are you going to be there? Yeah, yeah, we'll show up and be there with him
0: trying to get you to calm down. Yeah, a so they're, now they're both... <laughs> 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 they come in and smack the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. You takes you damage. No, um. we brought you down the flight of stairs. I brought my initiative because Angie's a pretty big woman, (laughs) (laughs) a strong woman. So they're both pounding on the door. You let them in, and Ben says, "What did you see? What happened? What is going on? I
2: I want to know." Well, she'll be freaked and and hysterical, but okay, stop. laughing about symbols, and I keep seeing it everywhere. Steen's had one, and you know, and that that guy, um, sure, I, oh. Isaac's had one, wow. and and you know, it's it's everywhere, and and now you know, it's on the buildings. It's you know, just like going blah 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 symbol. the symbol, it's it's, it's you know, yeah, blah blah blah. blah. You're just you're yeah. just like yeah, you're just like the symbol, <laughs> the symbol. <laughs> and, and and Ben sits you down, and he says, Angie,
0: "Did did you?" Did you feel something? Did you Did you
2: catch anything? Yeah, yeah, something's not right here. Something's not right here. You know, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. <laughs> well, you know, uh, and and he says,
0: you know, Ben Ben being a logical man, a man, uh, uh, you know, a scientist, I guess you could say, says Angie, we have a contract now. Martin can't go anywhere. We, we're not leaving without Martin. He's mm-hmm. he's
2: stuck here. We can't go anywhere. Martin... Not yet, anyway. <laughs> Talk to her! Tell her! Okay, well, uh, <laughs> i very quietly... Think. Did you guys see that, too? <laughs> I did, yes. You did?
1: Yes, I, I think the sheriff is... Maybe he's pulling some sort of prank on the out-of-towners, pretending
2: well, not to see it. So, so uh, okay, draw what... Here, no. Draw what you thought, what you saw, you know. You want to draw it? Go ahead. I'll draw out the sand. Right, there you go. Okay, Ben, you just dry erase it and. and well, go right ahead. Uh, yeah. I, okay. But, okay, but okay. if it's the sand, it, that's it. Yeah. That's the one. That, that's what he draws. He yeah. draws this. Yeah. No, he, he couldn't have not
1: seen that. <laughs> ben, I I don't trust him. That, that's not a kind thing to do to people come mm-hmm.
0: to town. Well, you know, you notice that Ben, you you notice that Ben kind of is. Did he, he, he didn't. He didn't. I'm sure he's seen it. He just hasn't seen it, then. So he's kind of like. recognize?
2: I mean, like,
0: yeah. He, when you when you draw out the symbol, when when Martin draws out the symbol, Ben is like, oh yeah, you know. I mean, that, that, <laughs> oh, okay. That, if that, he said, I don't know what that. You know then that would freak out. I mean. <laughs> yeah,
2: no, no.
0: Ben Ben recognizes the symbol, and, and he and he says, I I saw it on Skeens' hand. I saw it on. I saw it on on mr right. Isaac's hand, um, I mean we went through the notes together at, at david 's house i mean this this thing is popping up everywhere but but angie we can 't we 're committed now we we 've signed a contract martin martin can 't go anywhere we can 't leave i, I don 't trust anybody in this town mm-hmm. I, I don't i don 't like where this is going um, why the hell didn't they take anything from from David's camp? I mean, what kind of sick people are we dealing with? Uh, anything could happen. Any number of scenarios could could happen. Could be going on here at this point. I, I I'm just as dubious about this place, if not more. So I don't trust Mr. Steens. I mean, obviously. Did you see what he did to that, yeah. to that man? I mean, this—this this is a man who wants to kill us. Yeah. Uh, I think our priority
1: now should be find the missing men, and then get out as quickly as possible. Just, just fake the, the geology report, Professor. <laughs> I agree with you, one hundred percent. let just find your friend and his colleagues, and then
0: fake out right. a report. And but leave. Martin, we we can't. Uh, Martin, I'm not going to leave you here. We we have to stay until this until they suss out this this shooting of this browning man they they're not gonna let you read. Martin, what did you see Martin? what did, what you seem a little bit rattled what happened what did
1: you see that that symbol was all over the sign on the front of the uh, the government building there
0: well what did what did sheriff Lowell I mean, what did he say to you what did what did what happened there I saw I noticed him. I turned back to see where you were, if you were coming, and I noticed him giving you this really strange look. This queer expression was on his face. Uh, What do you think is going on? Uh, I, I,
1: out of character. uh, I know there are a lot of islander cultures that are heavy into uh, tattooing. I can't remember. There so around the Philippines. yeah,
0: Polynesian yeah. cultures. Yeah. So he,
1: he would be familiar with, oh yeah, with, with that kind of thing. Yeah,
0: yeah. So okay, yeah. you can work that into your, yeah. into your. Yeah, so
1: yeah, I, th- I think that symbol's probably something special for the the people around here. And he just was playing some variation on the snipe hunt, where instead of sending us out after something that doesn't exist, he's pretending that
0: symbol doesn't exist, messing with us. You know, Martin. I trust your judgment. I know that. I know that you've encountered, uh, you know, this kind of stuff before. I mean, you steamed hell. You steamed all the way to the Philippines to fight a war. I, you know, I have no doubt in my mind that your assessment is correct. And yeah, we already know
1: these people don't like outsiders. Well, despite some of the uh, protestations to the contrary.
0: You know, this this Danny Hammonds that runs a white star seems like a pretty good guy. I I, I seem inclined to. To trust, well, not trust him, but I seem inclined to uh, kind of take them at face value. But, but you're right. I, from what I've seen thus far, I I find this situation extremely strange. I mean, Angie here is beside herself, and I'm I'm getting better. I, you
2: know what? Let's just, yeah, we may need to keep a closer eye on her. Let's just get 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 to the council, talk to them, and get back here. And, Probably Probably good, try to get a good, good night's us, Maybe have some dinner. Um Well, is, this is the this is the council of the town, or is it the council of the mining? Is the, council? This is the Black Steep Council. Um,
0: most the, the the members of the Black Steep Mining Council also happen to be the controllers of have controlling interests in the Black Steep Mining Corporation logging venture. Okay. So, what you're who you're dealing with. And this is, we're kind of metagaming just a bit here. Uh, Who you're dealing with um, are fairly important town figures here. Um, So so they're the ones paying for all of your expenses. Uh, They're the ones who are paying for your hotel. Theoretically, they're the ones kind of pulling the strings. And, you know, as we established in the previous game, Uh, they're the... They're the kind of people who're making big time financial contributions to local officials. I mean, they're kind of greasing the skids behind the scenes. So, so, so uh, basically, Ben says, "Angie, what do you? What are you? Are you okay?" Are, are we... I I'll be fine. Because we can. What we can do is we can. You can stay here in the hotel room, and we can go talk to the council,
2: and uh, and you can. You can have a well. They they want to meet everybody. Let us just get it go for a while. No. Okay, no. If, if you're up to it, we can
1: meet them, and then we can just call it a night and worry about what to do in the morning. Okay, that sounds good.
0: Okay, so do you guys want to basically kind of hang out at the at the White Star until it's time to meet the council? Do you want to? You know how much time do we have? Well, let's say that this. It was about one o'clock when you got back to your hotel room here. We'll say that this banter took we'll call it thirty minutes in game time. Um, so it's it's we'll call it roughly two o'clock. You guys have got a couple hours, literally two hours before your before schemes will come back and, and basically take you over to the council members.
1: Um. Well, I think we we made it well. Wait, as I'm a bit concerned. Too much excitement may be bad for uh, mm-hmm. our, our our lady friend after this recent outbreak.
2: Well, normally, I would disagree, but <laughs> well, normally I would protest. But I would have to agree in this case. <laughs> All right. So you guys, basically, you guys just you know
0: hang out in your rooms and or hang out in the room and and unpack and kind of settle in and, and, and you know you know Ben gets his gets his. Uh, his nice attire, the same thing that he wears right now already, you know, you you guys might want to get cleaned up before you actually... Yeah, I'll get cleaned up and try to do, like,
2: some meditation, yeah. you know, since I have...
0: I'll check my ammo, I'll check the guns. Well, you did fire a shot, um, I think you had, what, 20 rounds of ammunition? Uh, 25? 25, 25, okay. 25 each. yes. Okay, so you, you basically... Well, you fired two rounds, so yeah, you're down to... warning three. shot and kill shot. Yeah, so you're down to 23 rounds of ammo. Okay, that's a thing... Now, yeah. <laughs> you might need use you, the uh, your Spanish the ammunition for your Spanish Mauser is very 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 valuable. Um, you will not be able to find those cartridges here in Wax. Um, conversely, that Spanish Mauser will rip something up. You know, if you're at the if you're on the business end of a Spanish Mauser, you're having a bad bad day. And if you get in a pail, <laughs> you're dead. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, What's your bouncer's name? <laughs> yeah, and you
1: would have named your bouncer. You, have you probably
0: would give it a name. Yeah. I mean, yeah. see, you, exactly. you probably would have named it, yeah. yeah. I'll have to think a little bit Make about sure that. Make sure you give it a girl's name. Yeah. Because you would not be bored again hard. You know? yeah. uh, <laughs> so, you guys get cleaned up. Um, schemes. you know, you guys, basically you get cleaned up, you come downstairs, you've meditated. Professor Strong gets his notes together and kind of goes over, you know, you, you kind of look in and you see him just kind of preparing, he's going through his notes, he's making journal entries. You're obviously, I'm assuming, you're cleaning your weapon? Oh yes, I'm, I'm cleaning the weapons and after that, I that, that'll take the entire
1: time, I'm checking over our uh, camping gear and, okay. and survival stuff. Okay. I
0: guess we should rest tomorrow. Um, yeah, okay. probably. So, you guys are all busy. Uh, you you eventually come downstairs. Uh, you see Mr. Skeens standing at the doorway, holding his hat, you know, down. And, and uh, as you're walking down, he kind of looks up at you and gives you a foul sort of, you <laughs> know, a foul smile. And, and I just avoid eye contact. <laughs> I don't look at him. And 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 you know, you. You know, Angie. As much as you try and avoid contact, as 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 difficult as it is for you to avoid contact, you just find your eyes instinctively, and it's almost like he does it just to mess with you guys. He, He's holding his hat and he has his hands turned out and you see the you see the symbol etched into his hand. And you don't lose any sound because you've already seen it. Yeah. But this is making me even more convinced it's a reverse snipe hunt. <laughs> pretending that thing doesn't exist instead of pretending something does exist that doesn't Well you you notice that he he does have a definite bemused look on his face and he says, you know, I'm here to I'm here to escort y'all to uh, I'm here to escort y'all over to the uh, to the the council chambers, uh, I have some very, very important people who would love to meet with you fellers and, and ladies, and uh, they, they definitely want to meet with you. Uh, you have some business, and, and you, Mr. Shooter, uh, they heard about your incident over there in Browning, and they're very interested to meet the uh, rough gentleman who's going around shooting shooting us. And, and, I mean, now Skeen's attitude is just that of just open contempt. He he says, you know, basically, after I take you over to the council, my job is done. I don't like none of y'all. I don't like none of y'all. I don't like Mr. Professor. The woman's all right. (laughs) I don't like you, because you're a killer. Mr. Yeah, I actually going to recall one of those men. Hey, you <laughs> shut up. You shut your mouth, that woman. Wasn't the first man I've shot. <laughs> and he looks at it won't you. Won't be the last. And he, and he kind of smiles and he said, I, I, I reckon he won't be the last. And he just. And then that's it. That's all. He's he's just openly. He's just. You can tell.
2: Let's go. <laughs> and, and you
0: notice he, like. He. he just to rub it in, because he's A little not. Little he's not. Silencer. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> <laughs> before or <Salazar. laughs> stealth mission. Um, he's not... He knows that he can't scare Martin, because Martin's a killer himself. Martin's blown away a lot of people. He's named his gun, for God's sake. Uh, <laughs> Professor Strom, you know, is kind of like... he. He's, he doesn't want to make eye contact with Mr. Skeens, but you notice, Angie. Mr. Skeens has got a heart on for you. Like, no, that's not good. <laughs> as, as you as you turn and you, I'm assuming you're kind of walking out with your head kind of down, trying yeah. to. You notice, you, you feel something touching you. Oh no. <laughs> and and it's and it's just a kind of a gentle touch, and I'm assuming you want to. Okay, so you turn around and, and you know you kind of see him just just as you turn around, his hand kind of comes back to his side. It was almost like he was poking him. Okay, uh, I just grab on the and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a very it's a very kind of disturbing, yeah, <laughs> childlike gesture. Kind of like ha ha, you know, yeah. I'm fucking with you. I know, you know. So it's it, that that definitely messes with your brain a little mm. bit. Um, turn it feelings. <laughs> at night, there's a mysterious fire at the sundry store. Yeah. yeah. At night, what was it? What was it on Tuesday night when, uh, Kevin... At, at, tonight, you notice something wriggling in the darkness. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, uh... Something is wriggling in your denisement. <laughs> uh, um, so... So he basically escorts you over to the Blackstreet Council Chambers. Um, the Council Chambers, again, are kind of in that, that brick edifice, the City Hall, um... He escorts you into a small room. Uh, well, not a small room. You know, it's an average size room, probably a room about this size. A fairly large table made of um, solid wood, very nice, very high-end. You, you guys, sit down, and or, or as you guys come in, you know, the table kind of jumps out at you for kind of being old. It looks curiously old. I mean, even by 1906 standards, mm. this thing looks really, really old. But it looks like it's good, still usable. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like it's. It looks like extremely good craftsmanship, but very old. Well, well, I, I try not to notice anything. <laughs> <laughs> can I try a history check to see if I might notice?
1: Oh, that that looks like a yeah piece of you know, medieval French work or yeah, something. Go ahead. I can do that too. Twenty three will not get it. I don't believe because my history is a twenty. Oh, uh, i will for bad. Okay. Yeah. Nope. It's just a really old table
0: It's a really old table But it does strike you as being uh, somewhat strange It it looks very, very old Um, Which is, you know, kind of weird So, um, when you guys get As you guys walk in You'll notice there are four people Already seated at this table Uh, There are three men And there's three men And there's one woman so, you guys sit down, and um, I'll just go ahead and give you the names here, the principles. Uh, The woman's name is Eleanor Skeens, hmm. oh, no. also known as Ellie, and she introduces herself as Ellie Skeens. Uh, she's a tall, thin, gaunt-looking woman. She is very, very unattractive. Mm-hmm. You know where Skeens gets his looks from. Okay. Although she doesn't imply any relationship with Skeeds at this point, they do look They're similar. Somehow related. Okay. Very, very, very homely. Um, there's a gentleman by the name of Alexis Hilton, and he says people call me Lek or Lex. Um, he is a, a large, portly looking man. Um, he's scowling when you guys walk in, he looks just very gruff. He almost, I mean, he gazes. he basically, his gaze goes over Angie, and he kind of looks at you very dubiously, and then he kind of refocuses on that. Um, The next gentleman is named Theodore Mullins, and he says, people call me Theo or Teddy. And uh, Teddy Mullins is a short, bespectacled, bespectacled, short, bespectacled, short, bespectacled man, um, he seems really friendly. Uh, he seems, he you know, he kind of stands up and and welcome, 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 welcome guests. What was uh, Eleanor's demeanor? Uh, she is just kind of passive. You can tell that 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 she understands that it's a it's a man's world. Uh, yes, it's 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 a patriarchal society <laughs> to say the least. Um, He, Theodore, you guys don't need to make a check, but Theodore looks very, very, very exotic. I mean, if you had any question as to what a Melungeon looks like, all you have to do is look at Teddy Mullins, and you know exactly what a Melungeon looks like. It's very strange. It's almost jarring to the senses to see this man, who clearly looks almost like a North African. Yeah, a very distinct... I, I mean, just, you're just like, whoa, <laughs> you know, obviously this guy isn't from around here, or so you think. Um, there's another gentleman, finally the last gentleman is Frederick Mullins, also known as Fred or Freddy. And, Frederick, uh, why don't you guys give me a, give me an idea roll. And then you can, one of you guys can roll for Ben. Nope. 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 Ben a 19. 19? You guys won't know this, but we'll just game since Ben... Is ben up. tells us later. Yeah, Ben tells you later, exactly. Freddie Mullins is very frail, but extremely old-looking. Hmm. I mean, old, you know. He speaks in a very high, quavering voice. Um, he Give me a spot hidden spot, hit, roll. You make it. I don't make it. You don't make it? You, make it. you didn't make it? No, nope, my spot's 25. Ben, oh, is it, it 25? What do you want for a What's your spot? 25. Is that it? Yeah, Ben's a spot is 25, too. Nothing? You guys just noticed that he's old. Um, and, and he doesn't say anything... He's not talking. Uh, He just kind of sits there and looks at you guys. Uh, He doesn't seem. He looks at. He regards each one of you equally, but he doesn't seem to say anything. Um, So, if you guys want to give me an app times five roll now, uh, because you guys are kind of looking around at the at the council. Seven. Seven. Oh,
2: oh, two. I'm cleaned up, real nice.
0: Well, you guys the app i am I'm, I'm just using the app uh, you guys look at them and again they all have that kind of bludgeon trait mm-hmm. they all are are ugly people <laughs> to put it nicely these people are not going to win any beauty contests um, oh, is it oh yeah go for it you can you can put that in there it's if smoking. Smoking. oh no no worries i, I love uh, the I, I go through so many of those yeah, yeah. I love the smell of meat. <laughs> this is like an apropos smell, too, for this yeah, thing. Exactly. <laughs> um, and again, you guys can help yourself to chips. Uh, some, any of those snacks there, those bags sitting there, you guys help yourself. Oh, I will take a piece of that, James. Cool. There's more soda. Yeah, oh, cool. can, I, can I grab a uh, the
1: cherry one? So they, yeah, I, I was, was going to say, can I
2: grab a root beer there, James? Thank you. I don't if you don't mind liquor. Um, as long as it helps me take a shit later <laughs> um,
0: Alright. So you guys sit down. You notice these people are ugly. Not winning any beauty contests. Um, they basically tell you kind of... They rehash what Sheriff Lowell told you about the Black seat. Or about the Niort team, mm-hmm. um, they basically assure you that their, the credentials, that that attache, or that little, um, you know, that little envelope that he gave you with your credentials. Yeah.
1: It, it is okay to talk to
0: these outsiders. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He, they assure you that nobody's going to interfere or fetter with your or fetter your investigation. Um, if you have any problems with anybody. Feel free to tell Sheriff Lowell and he'll report back to us and we'll do what we need to do to get you your answers. Um, they, they basically tell you the sooner you get out to the New York's campsite, the missing team's campsite, the better. They don't think that the campsite's been disturbed, but nobody, frankly nobody's been out there to check on it. Um, Nobody really likes to... There are a few people that live in that area, but by and large, people aren't really digging, being out in those woods. They... I mean, they just basically say that the locals tend to keep them. Um, They do warn you, though. As Sheriff Lowell kind of gently implied, that the locals are pretty... uh, If you intruded on their land, or if they felt that you were intruding on their land, or it's the first time they met you, they don't like people on their property, and the potential for violence is there. So, So, you know, (laughs) they look at you... uh, um, sorry, I need to recall which one was the, the nicest guy, Theodore. Teddy looks at you, Martin and he says, "I heard you had yourself a little tussle over there in Brown. We, we don't want you getting hurt and, and I'm gonna put this straight to you. my my, my, grand, my grandpa told me to shoot the straight shoot the truth straight to people, so I'm gonna put it straight to you. We don't want you taking out your shooting irons and shooting any more people. We don't want you shooting anybody in black seat. You can defend yourself, but please, please, Mr. Hellman, if you find yourself in a situation, a sticky situation, don't shoot to kill. Please. okay? <laughs> we, we, we don't. The last thing we need is some outsider coming into our town... Shooting one of the locals—that would be the absolute nightmare situation. I'm sure you can understand that. Uh, you, Certainly, you know. I—I I, I don't aim
1: to start any trouble, but—and I, I shall attempt to use the height of wisdom if I should need to defend myself.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, sir, we appreciate the job you're coming out here to do. We know—we we know that you want to find your friends. We need that survey from the professor here. We know you want to find answers. We know you've been hired to do a job. We want to pay you. We want to get you back to New York safe and sound. Um, We just can't have any more shootings. Uh, We will do everything we can to ensure your safety. We know you're traveling with a woman. And and with that, Ellie kind of looks at you and, you know, kind of smiles at you. Kind of like, oh, that's a woman. A novelty. Yeah. and Teddy says, uh, well, okay, you know, now that we've kind of, uh, now that we've kind of gone over that, we, we definitely suggest that, you know, you could, you're free to stay at the White Star for a day tomorrow while you maybe want to poke around town, get some supplies outfitted for for your investigation, uh, maybe poke around or what have you. You have full reign of the town, we'll pay your expenses, you'll be taken care of, uh, do you have any questions? Do any of you have any questions for us? Can, can we answer any questions for you?
2: Well, actually, um... Metagaming... Uh, it's implied that we were going to be going into the mines, right? Meta- metagaming-wise, it wasn't implied. But that's what they want the survey They want their strange... Mm-hmm. I mean... ...rocks in the mines. Mm-hmm.
0: They... Metagaming... You don't get the sense... They haven't directly mentioned that to you yet, metagaming wise. Now they're kind of opening up the floor to questions right now. Okay. Yeah, it, it seems
1: to me that they, they want us to. In, they know they. It was made clear that they know we want to investigate the disappearance of the right. the other professor. Well, I guess that maybe
2: Ben, uh, in addition to what, what geology they were hiring us for. Yeah, I guess uh, where would Ben get the information of like, of where the survey needs to be done. Okay, so, yeah. So Ben says...
0: We'll just say... Ben says... uh fuck, I gotta... I gotta do, like... How about one of you guys play Ben, and I'll play... (laughs) Because I don't want to do, like, voices with myself, you know? Ben gets the information about where he needs to look for rocks. (laughs) Okay. So, Ben...
2: So, your question as Ben is... Yeah, like... where work? Yeah. What's the location that you want us to do the work? Okay, so that kind of sucks. That did you get to see where it worked? cut out?
0: Uh, you know what? I I didn't review. It's not a big deal. This is just more or less. I think what I'll do is this is more or less like just for playing around purposes. I, I need to start work on that second scenario, and then this one, the next scenario will be a change of pace modern day, so. Hopefully I'll be able to catch all of that one uninterrupted. I'll I'll splice this together and see what we missed or see where it stopped. I know, there's plenty of actual plays I'm listening to where it's like, oh, is the
1: recorder on? Yes. And then you know, five <laughs> episodes later, all right. Uh, here's a five minute recap because <laughs> the, <laughs> the recorder broke and ate right? the uh, ate the entire episode. The
0: joys of technology, huh? Yeah. All right, guys. Okay. So, <clears throat> what did actually before we get started? James, can you have a bag of potato chips? I don't want to, don't want to refill our bowl here. Um, so, what have you guys kind of decided on as your course of action here? Uh, you're, back at, you're back at the White Star. Obviously, you've, you've had dinner. You've had some time to talk over your, uh, your course of action here. Thank you, sir. Um, any, what have you guys come up with? Well, I think the, the plan is check
1: the library for maps of where the disappearance occurred. Okay. Uh, check whatever records they might have about the who owns the nearby houses, so if we do have to go approach one of them, we know who's there.
0: Okay.
1: So we can actually call them by name. Okay. Uh, ask the, the sheriff how long he's it to be to
0: get the permission for us to look at the personal effects. Okay. Those are pretty good,
1: huh? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm feeling like there's something I'm forgetting. Well, uh, restocking. Oh uh, Yes, re- restocking food and whatever extra provisions we, we might have used up on the track
2: here. Okay. And we get to keep our pack animals? Yeah. Okay. I also want to kind of get a general feel of, like, if there's areas that are more predominantly one clan or another, type okay. of them, like, where kind of the boundaries are. And where kind like of. The clan relations or, or the last name relation? Yeah, of. and like do they, really, you know, do the ham and stick in one area and the schemes in another. Okay. Kind of where the mines are in relation. How to did,
0: that. You wanna, did you want to, did you want to do that all through library research or did you want to, did you want to go or out to the city council, there's city council information. Maybe well, the chef can help me. The Blackstead Council probably will be unavailable. Well, I mean like, you know, county records. Yeah, like oh, okay. Records okay. Of,
1: of house ownership. Okay, kind of yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um. Yeah, not a problem. Any anything else, you guys? are... I'm assuming you're going to dedicate a whole day to library research. Yeah, right? I think that was the plan, and then, then we would actually head out the following morning. Yeah. Okay. So gonna, you want to you want to basically restock, uh, go to the library, research
2: a bunch of different things. Yeah. Did you want then to check county records and research more yeah. stuff there? I wanna, uh, yeah, I want on one map. I want to know if we can, if, as much as we can, like where their minds are, where my number one is, where the yeah. other minds are, and where the various, you know, what, what clan is in what area. I you know. gotcha. Alright. And, uh, yeah. definitely, you know, you know, I want to know more about, you know, uh, definitely want to find out as much as I can about the Mullins, the Skeens, and the... Help. Okay, the big, the big last names.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, now I remember what the other one was. Uh, while researching in the library, see what they have on local legends.
0: Okay.
1: All right. we are an occult research society, so I just may, may as well see what they have on occultish
0: and legendary stuff. Yeah, exactly, occultish research. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, you guys go to bed, uh, settle in for the evening. Nothing really noteworthy. Happens. I mean, obviously, it's nice because. I I, I blocked the door with a chair. Okay. And <laughs> do you oh, you want to take any? Door? Okay. Yeah, shotgun <laughs> yeah, will be in bed too. <laughs> ben is just like, whatever, Ben. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he leaves the door open. Yeah, he leaves the door open <laughs> with the lights on. Yeah. Uh, so you guys settle in. Nothing really of the bed. Nothing, nothing eventful happens, it's really, actually it's really nice because it's really quiet, but that's the one thing you've noticed on your way up, is that it's been really, really quiet um, so the next morning comes you smell the, you know, you hear the sounds of cooking and you basically uh, get up and it's a beautiful early, early, late, late summer, early autumn morning and uh Is there a place you wanted to hit up first? And we'll call it 9 o'clock. Or we'll call it 8 o'clock. I I would suggest maybe seeing what local maps they
1: have at the library. Because then you can use that to build on that with the uh,
0: county records. Okay. You have. All right. Well, uh, you guys head over to the library. It's open. So I'd say everybody give me a library research check.
1: I didn't make that. Um, let's see what's Ben's. Can Ben find anything? No, ben nineteen. Okay. I'm pretty sure that that would make it for a professor. Yeah.
0: So Ben just. Ben shows us how to do it. Uh, That's right. Ben to, rocks the shit out of that library. Yeah, he still. He has a sixty-five, so he is the fucking man. He's
2: like he had to show me how to He like <all laughs> teaches you guys how to read. <laughs> like, I, I found it. a children's pop-up
1: book.
0: Scary pictures. Um, my first ritual. <laughs> 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 Feel free to help yourself to more of those chips if you want, James. Have you tried any of these yet, Jason? hmm They're pretty good. Um, so, let's deal with the maps first. Uh, you do find several maps. Uh, you make rough copies of them. Um, basically, pretty much resembling the map I drew out for you here. I, I don't have any detailed maps for you guys. I maybe mean, should have planned that, but I, I didn't. That's bad.
1: planning on my part. This isn't necessarily tactical. This is, I want the character to be able to... Navigate his way around and know, yeah. know where the locals are kind of deal
0: well, I mean you find maps of the area again, mining operations in in, in Virginia at this point of the game large scale mining operations had just begun in earnest, so you do discover that there there aren't hundreds of mines dotting the area there there are a couple of old mines that um, had accessible coal and BMC number one is one of those early it's basically an extension
2: of an early, early mine. You can find this out through research. Okay, wait. Well, she's not specifically thinking about this, but she's looking for patterns. So by overlaying different data. So like location of the mines, the, the family names, things like that. So I think subconsciously she's trying to see these points Coincide with anything. Like yeah. So, uh, you know, whether they be the minds or. You can give homes. me a
0: Cthulhu Mythos still if you
2: like. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> now, now be be aware. I, I mean,
0: when when you use the Cthulhu Mythos, we're going to go ahead and say that basically, this Cthulhu Mythos check is is bringing all of your senses to bear. Okay.
2: Now, like I said, it's not. She's not actively. It's subconscious. It's like just pattern recognition. That's what she's. You know. No. No. No, she didn't, she
0: didn't. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and say you lose a point of sanity. Because because I'm... invoking your Cthulhu Mythos skill is really dancing with the devil. All right. So it really calling, is. Yeah. Calling attention to you, Yeah. You, you basically, when, when, when you invoke that skill, you really are, are, are getting... You're, you're inviting energies... Yeah. Hey, I'm here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> open, and especially Angie's character because she is touched. Yeah. She's inviting energies that may not necessarily be the energies that she, uh, <laughs> she wants to be involved with. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so so you do find some maps. Um, again, the maps, the maps. Your research tells you you spend several hours poring over maps. You do find maps of the local area. We'll go ahead and say that uh, Martin, because he has. Some experience in navigation and topographical maps and through his military experiences gains a fair familiarity as much as you can through maps I, I figure I can get us there and back mm-hmm. um, yeah exactly um, gains a fair familiarity with the with the area um, the as far as the last names you are able to determine that several large families in the area um, the prominent last names are, like you said. Hilton's a big, prominent last name. Hilton is one of these names that um, goes all the way from Virginia to Tennessee, all the way into Kentucky. It's a, it's a, it's a fairly large family. It's, it's a big last name. It's a last name that suggests a family that has been here for generations upon generations. Um, the same way with Mullins. Um, The same way, the same thing you find for, for, uh, for uh, Skeens. Skeens Skeens is kind of a, Skeens, Hilton, Mullins, those are the ones that you find that have deep connections. Um, Records of, of, of Mullins signing official writs for other families in the area. Same thing with the Hiltons. So they go way back. The Skeens, not so much. But, but it is a it's a well-known last name. Okay. Um, the mine is interesting, though. The, the mines are interesting because you do find records about mines going all the way back to when the first settlers, the first people came here, they started digging coal out of the ground almost almost from day one, um, because coal was a recognized commodity um, in, in those times, it just wasn't... They didn't have the technology to mine it on a large scale like they do now. The BMC, uh, number one, is the largest mine in Blacksteep and in the surrounding area. Uh, it is an old mine. Um, apparently, people have been pulling coal out of that mine for a long, long time. Huge vein, apparently. Um, really solid producer. Um, so, so it's old and it's big and... Um, you know, you guys kind of research mining. You, your, your research into last names and, and maps and mining kind of takes you into the whole thing that, you know, mining is a dangerous profession, and even people in the 1700s and were dying and mine collapses and it wasn't it wasn't, uh, it wasn't a, a safe profession by any or a safe activity by any, any means. Give me a spot hidden, everybody, please.
1: Uh, Was there any one name in the area of the disappearance, or is there still the the mix? Oh,
0: nice. 15, I actually see something. Ben got 49. I didn't didn't make it. Ben didn't make it. Wow, Martin, the guy who has the lowest library... Oh, Ben got 49 on a spot hidden. I think his spot hidden is 25, yeah. But the guy who... You would never, there's not a bookworm, but you would never guess would make the spot hidden comes through like a champ. Okay, let's address your question. What was that question
1: again? Uh, In the area of the disappearance, is it predominantly one of those family names, or is it look like a uh, a general mix of the
0: predominant families? Um. Well, the residents, I can tell you the name the names of the residents in that area. Okay. Yeah, that was I don't know if we could look
1: it up here or we have to go to the
0: county records to look that up. Um yeah let's let's call it the county records. You 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 find you find again you find deep connections between the you find deep connections with the Mullins, with the Hilton's, um you know, the, some of the original settlers' last names were Mullins. Were some of the original settlers' last names were Hiltons? Um, those were the big names, and those were the people that were here first. and And their their ancestors owned vast tracts of land because uh, this land was basically given to them by the government for for settling. You know, for settling purposes. You guys discovered that 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 the government did grant vast vast tracts of land to individual families in this area um, in exchange for the promise of settling this area um, so you do find that that um the people who have been here have been here a long 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 time hundreds of years but it's, it's not like the area around the disappearance
1: is all boness are all no no no
0: it's 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 not specific. You can't determine that in the library. You can't. You you can just get a general sense um, of 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 how it's divided up, but you can't really determine exactly. They don't have that much detail. No, no, they're not that detailed. Okay. That is a bummer, though, Jason. That this thing stopped recording. (laughs) I just bought this. I just opened this. So, who who owned the lamp before? Well, as I was telling, uh, as I was telling uh, Jason in character or in game, um, you you get the you get the sense. Oh, that. Okay, you get the sense that that the land has been owned by the big family names for a long, long time. But but the library doesn't tell you exactly who owned what land before, you know before this family left or that family left, all you can really reasonably determine is that the land has been owned by some of the large last names for hundreds of years. Um, the government when when these people settled the land offered offered these big these certain families by the name of Hilton, by the name of Mullins, um, vast tracts of land in exchange for settling and staying in Blacksteep. You do find records of Indian tribes living in this area. Um, the Indian tribes, you know, are mentioned in, in various histories and accounts. Um, so that's, that's a publicly known fact. Um, in terms of knowing who lives where and exactly and for how long, can't determine that from the library. Now, I spotted something. Yes, you made your spot hidden.
1: I found the evil book of sanity destruction. I <laughs> well, if
0: you go find it, just read it. <laughs> okay. You... Give me a library use check.
1: And I'm assuming I will fail it. Oh, oh I made it. Oh, man. I... Wow. Yes, I make it.
0: This is the most epic check ever right here. So...
1: Apparently, it was right behind the pop-up book. I know.
0: (laughs) You were looking through the magazines. No. um.
1: Is checking up their newspaper archive
0: and, oh, what's this? Oh, and you were looking at the Playboy magazines and, (laughs) basically, you're in a, you're in kind of a dark corner of the library, kind of just poring over stuff, out of the way because you're looking at topographical maps and stuff that most people don't want to read. And tucked away on one of the shelves, you find a very old leather-bound volume. Um, It's tucked away amongst other books that detail the local history of Blacksteep. And you pull the volume out. And it has the strangest title. It's called the Hierophant. And you're not really sure... Are you familiar with the term Hierophant? Uh,
1: I know that there's some... I know there's occult references in it and uh, references to the um, tarot, I believe. Mm-hmm. But I, I can't recall off the top of my head what it actually
0: means. What about you, Ginger? Or I think Angie probably would be familiar with the term hierophant. I mean, yeah, uh, I'm Jason wants to say. Well, I do have fifteen occult. The Hero thing. No, do you have? You can give me an occult. Oh, ah, you can give me an occult check. But yeah. I'm trying to wrestle James with these chips. Right? Actually, what I'm
1: thinking of most is the game Persona. What I hear Hero because they they had different monster classes named after the tarot mm. cards. Right. But no, no. his occult training does not go that far. Nope. Okay, let's give that a shot at uh, occult here.
0: Fifty-four. <clears throat> Fifty-four. Nope. No deeper meaning. But we are in a library. You grab the <laughs> book. PC High Mine. You guys run and confer. Now I found Deep. an old book! In Deep. the library! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? I need Under you, that. I need Angie, to give me a Cthulhu Mythos roll. Say that? Hmm.
3: No. Oh, hmm.
0: wait. Oh yeah, no. Okay. okay. <laughs> I was a <laughs> no, You look at this book, and and now I need you guys to roll d sixes. You've been skin. I, I, I Oh my god! Same. Really? Really? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> okay. You almost
1: have a rage, you have to burn down the library. No, no, well, we, ne- we need a we need a ten. We need you to
0: roll a we need you to roll a d ten. Really, yeah. So we do lose the full D six? You lose a full D six. Right. And Angie needs to roll a D ten as soon as she gets a shot. Oh let me mark. Holy crap.
2: What is she at right now? I rolled a ten. Thirty-eight. <laughs> Sure, yeah. Yeah. You, it's, it's being psychic, it's killing you You're going to have to like
0: uh, You rolled a ten? Yeah,
2: that, that was the <laughs> bug eating or something
0: Okay, you've got a choice
2: <laughs> Does she this have to work the library? No
0: uh, Stupor assumes fetal position Oblivious to events Or catatonia Can stand but has no will or interest May be led or forced simple actions But takes no independent action you can choose which one you want to. Okay, so you you see this thing, <laughs> and you add this to your Cthulhu Mythos too. jeez. Oh, and you everybody adds this to their Cthulhu Mythos. The lost sanity. The lost sanity. Yeah, let me roll one for. Uh... Oh crap! You lost one, so Ben's just like. Should I just hose this sheet? We'll just was it 64? Plus one, okay. Uh, I mean, Angie, you're you're just being touched all over by the books. It is just. I don't like that. Yeah, (laughs) you need to get away from this town. You and have a nice long vacation somewhere, Martin. you, (laughs) You open up the book and you start skimming, and Ben looks over and he starts skimming, and. Angie looks at it and just instantly just goes catatonic. She just she just stops. She just I'll you just, just sit and stare at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> she just wanders off like dazed, like you know, car accident, <laughs> concussion. I mean, this, this is a woman who's lost what sixteen? Was what, what was it thirteen sanity in the
2: last day? Um, yeah, something like that. Well, I mean, like, she's lost almost half <laughs> since yeah. the beginning. Of the since universe. since she arrived no. in town. So, I mean, this this event, this, this, these series of events
0: are literally driving her insane. And you guys notice this now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, if she... if you guys
2: look at her journal, you'll notice that her, her writing gets more and
0: more... <laughs> like, yeah, her writing, yeah, exactly. Your writing starts, it, it goes from being nice printed... Text to becoming more <laughs> scrawling. You know that'd be yeah. awesome. Like a, you know, James, that would be cool if you like went home and you, <laughs> and you did it. You like, you just wrote a sample of like the, the evolution of Angie yeah. Deakins handwriting during the scenario. <laughs> <laughs> Morning, afternoon, yeah, evening, <laughs> bloody handwriting in the last twenty-four hours. <laughs> yeah. But you skim. You guys skim the. Um, You skim the mythos. Sorry, uh, excuse me. You skim the uh, the hierophant. The hierophant basically is an illusion. Hierophant means holy man or priest. Um, Hierophant is a term for a religious person who reveals mysteries. Um, You gather that while you're reading this this book. The book itself, and you know Angie doesn't. Angie doesn't see this. The book itself details very profane rituals regarding human sacrifice, uh, madness. I mean, you guys are just skimming this right now. So you're just like, holy shit, this is like mind blowing shit. I knew this
2: count was wrong. That would definitely want
1: to. Yeah, I think we're going to sneak this out of the library. Keep this book with them, yeah.
0: So you guys, I mean, you guys are literally standing there. Angie's wandered off. You, both of you guys are just wrapped in this book. It also mentions the worship of a great undying yellow king in the mountains by, uh, for centuries uh, by humans. So a strange... Would Ben make any connection with the uh, plague? That, ben doesn't remember what he saw in the play. No, but he doesn't
2: remember the title of it. The King, yeah.
0: It's weird. I mean, you guys all make the connection that the play mentioned the king. I mean, Mr. Isaacs yeah. talked about he was honest about the name of the play, so it is a very strange coincidence. But but reading this book is mad. It, it, it drives you crazy. I mean, you literally are, are just... Uh you know, you, you skim the you skim the tone for a few moments.
2: I don't want to read it, but I can't put it down. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: You don't even have time to take notes, you're just looking at it. Um and just just as you're reading it, this woman comes and you guys don't even have a chance to react. She snatches the book right out of your hand. Like she I you know, you're looking at it, you're reading it, Ben standing over your shoulder, and, and as you're just completely lost in this book. She comes and just rips it right out of your hand, and she's she just she just says, "This book is not supposed to be on the shelf. What are you people doing here? What are you doing with this book? This book is not supposed to be out on the shelves. Where did you get this book from?" She, you can tell, she is just pissed. She's off her rocker, insane. Town enough. council letter. So you hand her the letter, and she grabs the letter and she says, "I don't give a." God damn about what the council says. This book was never supposed to be out on the shelf. This is not research material. This is not something for the likes of you. This is not for checkout. How the hell did this book get out on the shelf? She's just... Showed.
1: Shoddy library keeping is hardly our fault.
0: <laughs> so you, you basically give her some sort of snarky comment. And she, she takes the book. You know, she has the book. And she, she basically walks back over to the, uh, back over to her little librarian center... Puts the book in a metal box, turns a key, locks it, and says, "This is not research material. I don't think you guys feel free to to poke around the library. I, I see your credentials. You know, there's not really a whole lot I can say about this, but you can. You don't have access to this book. This book is not for general consumption." And uh, she she just basically says, "It's it's a really it's an old tome." And it, it was never intended to be handled by by the public, and I don't know how this got out on the show. So, um, I, you know, you guys can I, how would you how would you react to that? I mean, what would you? Uh-huh. I, well, I, I would go find her if she's wander off, and find a chair
2: to sit her down in. <laughs> ben, I think would still want to get his hand on it. Oh yeah,
1: but I, I want to get my hand on it, but I don't want to confront her just at this point. Well, not her, but maybe Ben. Go talk to the sheriff about it. Yeah, or somebody. Okay. I, I think my my plan is really do various other occult research with uh, an eye to the natives and what little I can remember from the book. Okay.
3: Well,
0: needless to say, after that disturbing and strange experience, um, you guys you guys spent some more time in the library, and, and again, you know, you just find general information about the and, um again theories about them being descendants of Indians. Well, the, the, the Native Americans since they there was mentioned that there were natives here yeah the Native that. Americans are the, the term Melungeon and Native Americans are almost interchangeable um, according to your research that there's really a lot of these a lot of these books are are not really you know they they interchange the terms quite often Melungeon just refers to people who aren't known to be black who aren't known to be white who aren't known to be uh, basically that's it you know anybody else anybody else with dark features or whatever falls enter falls under the umbrella of Melungeon Melungeon is is a pejorative in some senses Melungeon also can describe a strange people a, a, a people that you know that that the, whoever wrote these books consider non-native um, or non-white. I mean, it's a very very elastic, loose term. It can okay. it can alternatively be an insult, um, a designation of a race. Um, they even a um, Melungeon can be an adjective. It, it, it can they can describe certain ways, traits, rituals, beliefs as Melungeon. So so it's like fuck. You know what I mean? It's a utilitarian a uh, uh, utility word that can be a verb a noun uh, the adjective <laughs> you know okay. so it's it's very it's a very elastic word but the, the hierophant finding that tomb or finding that tome is probably the highlight of your uh... as you know and as you try to kind of remember what you've skimmed the it's starting to kind of fade <laughs> All that's left with you is is reading about human sacrifices and this yellow undying king and people who've lived in the mountains who've worshiped this thing for centuries. The sacrifices done on giant wooden table. <laughs> So, that kind of, do you have any, unless you have anything else for the library? Uh... I think not for the library, now. Okay. Probably the only other things we wanted to do, other than uh, watching our now, even more insane lady friend. <laughs> I mean, she's, she is pretty much, Angie at this point, I think, is pretty much out of commission. She's happy. Probably for the rest of the day. Yeah, she's, you're 35 sand right now? 38. 38 sand. What's your mythos up to now? 27. <laughs> So like half of your Sam is basically mythos now, isn't it? Almost all Part of it got converted. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah,
1: you're, you're never gonna be completely sane <laughs> again. You're, you're gonna be crazy old cat lady. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> you you are you are one fucked <laughs> up lady right now. <laughs> I hate to say this. She is. I know. She <laughs> is. She is. I mean, right now, you you you're, you're pretty much. I think we're starting to straddle the whole idea of long, long term. It's not going to be as
1: long before she starts losing five percent of the total. Yeah. Yeah. It
0: says twenty percent or more of current sanity points lost in one game hour. Twenty uh, percent. Um, permanent insanity. Zero sanity points reached. Okay. So you're okay. not permanently Okay. It's twenty percent lost. Yeah. But you're 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 fucked up. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> so. I guess my question would be, Angie, what is your character, or, 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 or James, what is your character, Angie, what is she going to do at this
2: point? Uh, you should just park her in her room and let her. <laughs> let her, yeah. yeah. Percolate. Yes, I, 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 I think I think at <laughs> <it, I think laughs> this point, yeah.
1: Martin will probably take her while he goes to buy some provisions while uh, he would ask Ben with his superior library using to go check the county records. Okay. And then after after uh, Barton. Martin buys you know whatever oh, you should, supplies we need. duck me off in the room. Still, still take her back to the hotel and, and watch her. Make sure she doesn't wander off into the
2: woods or something. Okay. Or start eating bugs again. Yeah. Put some crystals in her hand and tell her to sit there. And just to yes, yeah.
0: Okay. So you're you're back at the room. You're you're basically you're just kind of sitting there right now journaling crystals.
2: Right. Just. Yeah, and basically drooling. she's just doing this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then you see like, it, it's pictures, all a symbol. Yeah, it's, yeah,
0: yeah. she's doing yeah, that. It's all <laughs> a symbol. She's doing that, and it's like fucking
3: Patrick Bateman's fucking
0: <laughs> journal from American <laughs> Psycho. You come back, and it's like demons and like people be having their heads chopped that's off. That's true. That <laughs> is
2: a way of that's uh, one of the things. Automatic writing. Automatic writing. writing. Right?
0: Yeah, it's 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 you know it's it's disturbing. You disturbing. guys can look at that. <laughs> Roll D no, six uh, You have reprinted the entire content of the hierophant. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You've you've auto you've auto written the entire hierophant book. Um, so so uh, Ben goes off to the city hall. So we'll do Ben here when you guys get back. You head over to. I'm going to assume you're going to head over to the uh, feed store and supply and. The uh, skein sundry and catalog. I shall try and avoid the skein shop if I can at all. Okay. Um. <laughs> so you head over to the feed store and supply. You notice the feed store, the Black Sheep Feed and Supply, is the largest of the private buildings in Black Sheep. It's basically a warehouse containing farming implements, um, things that things that you would need to take care of animals, to maintain animals. Um, farming implements, replacement parts for the simple farming tools that people used, uh, livestock feed, um, nothing, nothing, no weapons, no sundries, you know, things that humans, like all of the little simple things like deodorant, toothpaste, uh, things that people would use in their homes typically wouldn't be sold at a feed store. This is like pitchforks, shovels, uh, replacements for your tractors check lines for your horses all of that kind of stuff so you can basically stop here and um, and get what you need for your pack animals mm-hmm. you know as you approach you notice a bunch of, of the locals kind of loitering around the storefront um, if you give me a, let's just call it a spot hidden no okay well how about how about just a, give me a no roll because I think at this point you, you guys have run this enough. Yes. Okay. So you, you make your no roll. You it's clearly apparent that pretty much everybody you're seeing in front of the store are Melungeon, um, and 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 you feel like the outsider, which is a very kind of disturbing reaction for you. Your your feeling of isolation. Of, of, of the world kind of turning inside out at this point is kind of exemplified in the looks that you're getting as you're walking up to the feed store. You're the different person. And, and the mood in the store when you walk in darkens. Um, it, it is, they, people don't make eye contact with you. Um, They definitely, they give you second looks. Um, It's not a friendly mood as you walk in. So you're able to obtain the stuff you need for your animals, Um, some of the various things you'll you'll need to pack with you to keep your animals okay, while you're doing it, um, you can find ammunition in the store. You can't find ammunition for your Mauser, but you can buy a couple boxes of shells for your. your yeah, th- I think
1: they probably sent the, the wrong message to the <laughs> sheriff. Okay.
2: Yeah. Hey, I, I, don't I, need more. I need more. bullets. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, I've
1: already got a box, but I'm gonna need to buy all. All you got. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like the dude who just shot somebody in the next town over is buying more ammo. <laughs> I, 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 I think that out to in the very. Bad message. I need, I need a plasma rifle. That like, it's like the whole Terminator. Scene. Give me all of your explosives. They're just like whoa, whoa, whoa. and a match. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like whoa, whoa, just what you see on the shelf, buddy. No, nope, don't bag it up. I'll use it here. <laughs> You're yeah. like, I need a Maxim machine gun and seven thousand rounds of ammo, and they're just like whoa, whoa, just, just what you see on the shelf. <laughs> so, so okay, you avoid buying the ammunition. Good call on your part. Um, <laughs> You are able to get the stuff you need, like the the camping supplies for your horses and stuff like that, and some camping supplies that you need. Basically, you guys rolled into town, or, or rode into town, pretty much well supplied and well stocked for a, a short expedition um, out into the woods. If you had to sleep out in the woods, you guys are outfitted to do that. Um, what you were lacking, you can pick up here. You basically show them your credentials, and they write a little receipt for you, and say you're good to go. Did you want... What do you do while you're in here? I mean, it's...
1: I, I just want to be very business-like. I'm
0: here to pick up whatever extra
1: supplies I've now realized I need that I don't have. Okay. Uh, Put them on the council's tab, and then have them either send or take them myself to the inn, and then watch over her for the rest of the day make sure she doesn't yeah. stuck, her, <laughs> stuck her face with an answer or something. Crazy <laughs> lady over here. Well, yeah.
0: She's she's yeah, catatonic, so she's just like... you. You go and do that, they say they'll I, have the I, I don't feel
1: comfortable leaving her alone I mean, at this point, given yeah. the, uh, the, wide, <laughs> the wide example of her behavior. Giving,
0: giving the crappy rolls that James has rolled for the last few sessions of sixes and... and, and and Jason's rolls of like one every time. <laughs> <laughs> I just killed a man one. <laughs> At least one savvy. No big deal. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I've seen worse. I learned, <laughs> I've done worse. <laughs> <laughs> I've thought of doing worse. <laughs> um,
0: so so you, you basically are very businesslike. The, the locals appreciate it. Um, you head back over to the to the White Star. You do notice on your way back that there is a pharmacy. Um, you know, it's it's a small little building. Um, yeah, I, I
1: might stop in and see if they have
0: some sort of sedative. Okay. Uh, Let <laughs> <that'd> me <be laughs> some... <laughs> yeah. Um, you, you stop in. You could get... Uh, if you want a sedative, did you want a... Well, a, a, a sedative, but I'll also get... Uh,
1: any extra first aid stuff that I don't have. Okay. Any like antibiotics.
0: Okay. I would drugs, note that you bags. do have first aid supplies. Yeah, because I, I
1: do have first aid stuff down here, but I don't want to go in just buy what do I need to buy to knock somebody out. Yeah I, I want to buy that, I but also some... general first aid <laughs> stuff as as well.
0: I need some ether and yeah. rags. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I would say go ahead and note on your first aid pack that you basically. Sedation gear. Um, well, no, I would say that gives you a plus twenty on your a plus twenty percentiles on your first aid roll. Okay. Um, because you're able to expand your your supplies here a little bit. You do pick up sedatives, we'll call it. We'll call it ether. Or yeah, like... something
1: to knock out the crazy lady when she goes violently insane
0: rather than <laughs> weepingly insane. Yeah. You pick up a trank gun with, like, a powerful trank. <laughs> so you're just like, Angie, shut up. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, but just just wait for those uh, critical fumbles. Like, there was a game I listened to. One of the guys was a psychotherapist. He had a uh, hypo full of... I forget what it was in a wooden leg. Oh no! He goes to try that on the person in the party who's gone insane.
0: Yeah.
1: Jabs himself. Oh
0: no! <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, luckily we're playing in 1906, so hypos. But you, you are able to pick up some fairly powerful sedatives. Just make sure you
2: disarm her. Yeah. I I think oh, no. overdose.
0: Yeah, I was I was about to say if if my history is serves me right, cocaine was still legal. Lots of uh, things were still yeah, prescribed for for hysterical women. So so you're able to pick up some powerful stuff. I mean this is stuff that if you I'm sure people in town know about her running screaming <laughs> from the uh, and there's a lot of, I mean this woman This is a small
1: <laughs> town that they know she's not right now. <laughs> yeah. If you
0: really think about this, this woman's had two psychotic episodes in twenty four hours in not only <laughs>
1: Maybe it's, yeah. I had to roll three times. Well, it's, it's only two because the last one was like five days ago. Yeah. But oh, just. Okay. Like, within the space of a week, you yeah. had three. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, in the
0: space of a week. But in 24 hours, you've had two psychotic episodes <laughs> in a town where you are not only stunningly beautiful but you're freakishly tall as well, and, and, and freakishly
2: strong. And yeah, freakishly so. outsider. Uh, <laughs> Everybody refers to you as a crazy lady behind your back now. Yeah, that's right. I mean,
0: they if they didn't already refer to you guys as, you know, the, the dead people. <laughs> yeah, they're probably like... Yeah, they're, yeah, the new sacrifices are here. <laughs> we better not kill that one. She's too crazy. <laughs> Cthulhu will still be hungry after <laughs> we sacrifice her. No, but anyway, yeah, you... you you, you're starting to get a bit of a reputation here, you know. Like, I don't
2: think that she uh, hers, right yeah, now. She's, uh,
0: she's pretty much over it. So you you go to the pharmacy. You outfit yourself with some first aid supplies. Um, you outfit yourself with some uh, with some sed- sedation gear that could double as a poison. We'll call it if it's. Yeah. A liberal Oopsie. amount of it is dumped into a person's mouth. <laughs> yeah. Um the the pharmacist is a is a gaunt looking man with glasses his name's Robert. Uh again, Melungeon ugly, vaguely uh just after your experience is somewhat off-putting, you know, and and so you head back to the hotel. I guess do you want to give Angie some some sedatives? It's to be a good opportunity to get uh we'll, test it out. Yeah, to test it out. And
1: if she's still catatonic, I'll I'll try and give her some to try and put her get her to go to sleep and hope that she'll sleep off the crazy. Yeah,
2: well I'd like she move it off. Yeah, yeah. we'll yeah. say
0: we'll yeah. say that she's still she's still pretty much out of it at this point and she's just like uh <laughs> Okay,
1: yeah, then then i I'll, I'll I will try aiming for under medicating her. I can always add a little bit more.
0: She's just like, Mark. No, no... <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> Since there's no hurry at this point, I'm just trying to get her to, so to sleep quiet. off
1: the crazy. It's
0: so
2: quiet. But, so, it, but New York's saw me so loud. Yeah, it's so loud <laughs> in my head right now. <laughs> and you're screaming. <laughs> Some of the people next door stop screaming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, so um, what we'll do is uh, we'll just call them sleeping pills. We'll just call that sleeping pills. Uh, it is a P.O.T. O T six. What's your What's your con? Six. Is it a six? Okay, so for these to take effect, we're mashing up six versus six. So you need to roll under a fifty percent, and I would say you need if you have the pill. Well, let's it, where it's doing. What we're doing Angie. So. Yeah, I rolled under twenty. I rolled twenty. You rolled twenty. So. So the, the the pills take effect. Um, they will put you to sleep in ten to thirty minutes. So if you roll a D six, we can see how. Just a roll. <laughs> so divided by two. So these things work quick. <laughs> okay, okay.
2: Boom. You're out. I mean, literally. <laughs> brain wants. Uh, brain wants this. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. You you sleep. you're you're, you're very well sedated. We'll say they last for, for hours now. Um, I mean, we'll say four hours, four to six hours. They knock her out. You can choose to give her more if you want, but then we're starting to move into dangerous territory. Uh, no,
1: I'm, I'm, I I'm was just doing this to familiar, familiarize myself with them and hoping that she will then go into a natural sleep and sleep off the crazy. Yeah, I mean, it, it puts her to sleep. And straight. if she comes back up and is still catatonic, kind of I'll just... <laughs> Let her stare at the wall.
0: <laughs> stare at the wall and drool. It, it puts her to sleep. She's she's knocked out. She's done. Um, ben is just... I mean, at this point, Ben is kind of... His nerves are a bit frazzled, too, because he really cares about Angie and to see her literally falling to pieces, going from a relatively sane, vivacious deliatante <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. to... Going to Catatonic in the span of a week is beginning to take its toll on Ben's uh, state of mind. I think Martin pretty much is the only one at this point who is functioning at maybe not an optimal level. All all I know is this town is bad. (laughs) We need to get out of this town. You're not functioning at an optimal level, but... And you're not frickin' Angie Deacon, either. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, he could be
1: he Yeah. he So Yes, I'm, I'm the one you want getting Cantonia. <laughs> so
0: so Ben <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Then you're then you fucked. <laughs> so oh yeah, Ben yeah, just
1: watch me get home of rage when I roll it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So Ben gets back from City Hall. Um he does find some of the landowners around the uh, around the um, My New York one. site and the BMC number one. Um, I okay, he finds, uh, there's a McCoy farm and residence. There are, there's a Jim McCoy who's an, uh, identified as a landowner there owns about 100 acres of land. He has a wife named Harriet McCoy. And they have two sons, Rory and Daniel McCoy. Two young sons. Um, Curiously, there's an Arlen Hammonds and an Edith Hammonds. Um, You don't know if they're related to Danny Hammonds, the proprietor and owner of the White Star Inn. Um but you do determine that there's a a Hammond's there. Um, There is a BMC mining camp housing, uh, that housing project that the council had talked to you about when you met with them. Um, There's a small BMC, there's an owner of a small BMC-owned general store near the mining camp where uh, the miners could go and shop. You're going to go ahead and presume that they paid them in script. Uh, the name of the guy who, who runs the shop is Stephen Hill. And really, those are the, those are the points of, of interest uh, for you guys right now. Um, so armed with that knowledge, you, you guys definitely don't have to walk into that situation blind. Um, you kind of know the primary players in the immediate vicinity, uh, this location is about a day's journey um, from from Blacksteep itself. Uh, it is again, it's out towards the northeast. Uh, it's rugged terrain. Um, you know, it'll take you half a day to get there. By the time you're done doing maybe what you need to do, it'll be evening, so you'll probably have to camp. And it'll take you half a day to get back to Blackstone. Um, So, that's what Ben tells you. Obviously, Ben's concerned about about Angie's welfare at this point. Yeah, I think maybe getting her out of town would be good. (laughs) Yeah, I say first thing in the morning,
1: even if she's not there herself, (laughs) we head out of town, seeing
0: if being out of town helps her. Okay. Um, Now... Now, we'll just go ahead and say that Angie is done for the evening. We'll go ahead and say that. Oh, yeah, (laughs) yeah. What what does does Ben or does Martin want to do anything uh, with the remaining free time they have left in this town? Is there something in particular? that you want to do? Uh, well, ben might want to go after that book, but I don't think
1: Martin wants to take the initiative there. He's in enough trouble with the law. He doesn't want to be trying anything okay. suspicious going after that book. Yeah, I don't think Ben would want to break the law in this town right now, yeah. necessarily, right now. I yeah. mean, he might want to complain to the sheriff, but I don't know. If he would think, because that's not really in, uh, in line for our investigation. So Maybe I don't we should know. just
0: call Todd and ask him. Hey, Todd, what do you want to do? I want to kill everyone. <laughs> I, mean, just like I open fire.
1: <laughs> uh, I I'm th- keeping that book in mind for when I think the entire village is crazy cultists. So I don't mind killing the librarian to get at it.
0: Self-justified
2: kill. Yeah. I think Ben would uh, at least want to find out what the librarian's name is. Okay. Hold uh, was Librarian's name is Phyllis. Last name.
0: Is it, she's she just yeah. She's Melungeon. She just she just identifies herself as Phyllis. When when Ben presses for her, her last name, she goes well. Why do you want to
2: know? I just want to get a feel of what all the names, the local names are. She just waves her hand. She says that's none of your damn business. Okay. Well then, I'll go ask to share. I, I won't say that. But like, yeah. Okay, thank you for your time. Okay.
0: okay. Yeah. She. She, she just, she's just done, you know, she just disengages. Um, so Ben goes and asks the sheriff, and he said, and the sheriff, you know, again, is very amiable towards Ben, and he's very friendly, and he said, oh, uh, you know, Phyllis is a bit of a, bit of an eccentric. She takes her job really seriously. She loves her books. You know, go figure, college-educated people. Mm-hmm. They love their books, and, and he's saying, "Mister Ben, who yeah. just kind of." Oh, <laughs> where, where did she say? <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere that you went to. Um, oh, but I. Uh, am <laughs> <sure, yes. laughs> He just, he just like, he just glosses over it. He's just okay. like, that's really
2: none of your business, Professor Strong. May I, uh, may I ask what her last name is? I would like to know what her her last name is.
0: Really, none of your business, Professor Strong. Let me let me tell you what she told me, okay? This is what I understand. I did talk with her. She came and talked to me about, about the, the fellers investigating and, and walking around our town. And, uh, she said you you guys had were looking at a book, apparently, that was a reference type of book that wasn't supposed to be out on the shelves. She feels a bit embarrassed by her reaction. She may have overreacted a little bit, but uh, that particular book, she assured me, is not something that should be handled by the public. Uh, it is it is a, a reference material, very delicate, very valuable, very expensive. She just doesn't want that out on the shelf. She doesn't know how it
2: got out there, but she does. Well, I, I totally understand that, but I mean, and just, I'm also just doing research on the Melungeon people here, oh. so... Yeah, I just
0: try to. He kind of when you when you specifically state Melungeon, he says, you know, he kinda of looks at you and he says, you know, may may I be honest with you, Professor Strom, about something? Well, uh let me let me let me let me put it to you this way, Professor Strom. I'm a Melungeon, and as you can probably tell, most of the people in this town are Melungeon and I'm sure you've heard all the stories about us by now, um, I'm sure you some. yeah sure. I'm sure you've heard the rumors yeah. that we curse people, and he kind of smiles. Uh, I'm sure you heard that we have strange rituals and beliefs. Some hell some people would even have you believe that we're in league with the devil. Ha <laughs> ha! And he slaps you on the back. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Because you. <are. laughs> uh,
2: you oh, know, it's just crazy talk. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, is, it is crazy talk. Okay. Yeah. kind
0: of like that. Kind of like uh Miss Deacon. What what what's going on with Miss Deacon? Why why does she run off? Uh uh, uh Phyllis told me that that Miss Deacon uh was
2: having some troubles in the library then. Oh, you know, she's just a city girl. She just doesn't know the way around the country. Um, yeah, I know. Those, you know, she <laughs> makes, uh,
0: between you and me, though, Mr. Strom, she uh she's quite a looker. Oh, that she is. A little bit tall for me, though.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm getting some bad hillbilly thoughts now about what they do once she goes finally insane. <laughs> yeah.
2: They she just did. keep her around. Yeah. High, high Priestess, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she can talk to me. Oh, she's yeah. kind of she I don't mind. Them. Yeah. <laughs> she can get naked just like the rest of them. I uh-huh, know. Once, once uh, whoever this thing in the mountain is is talking through her, <laughs> <laughs> then it's probably not going to be such a good time anymore. Um,
0: he just, you know, he just—he basically says, you know, I, I've noticed, I've noticed a disturbing trend. Uh, Miss Deacon seems to be acting a bit strange lately. I—I uh, I didn't want to say anything. I just want to talk to you, but just us men, you know. She—she's never seen someone <coughs> let me
2: put it bluntly killed right in front of her. <laughs> I think that's kind of a shocker that she's still trying to get over. Um, Not many people experience something like that. I mean... uh your friend Mr. Hellman's experienced
0: that, though. Oh, well, he, he is a soldier. Huh. So, uh, ex-soldier, yeah, yeah. So you think he's still trapped in that soldier in mind state? And... Oh, I kind of
2: depend on it. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> well, I guess... Make me look bad in front of the law. <laughs> he,
0: he says, well, you know, since, since Mr. Hellman isn't around, I, I, maybe I'd like to take the opportunity to ask you a couple questions about his state of mind. Uh Do you think... i have to shoot my way out of this <laughs> Mr. Almond,
2: let me assure you that his actions were no more out of place than that of uh, Palmer schemes as far as why... <laughs> oh, touche, James. <laughs> why he acted
0: the way he did. <laughs> well, uh, he just kind of laughs. He's just like, well, uh, my deputies are looking into that. Uh We... We take, we take Pelmer's actions very seriously. Of course, we don't want any, we're a town of law and order here. We, we don't want anybody getting away with murder in our town. Um, and then he slaps on the back again. Um, and, uh, I just, I frankly, I just want to express to you, being the leader of the group and all, uh, I, I, just have my concerns about him. He, he, something, something doesn't look right about him. He, he gave me this look today, and, and Miss Deacon was raving about signs, and uh, you know, I, I put your put yourself in my
2: shoes, Professor Strom, What what do you expect me to think here? Well, as far as Miss Deacon is concerned, I, I assure you, she she will not be armed, so she will not pose any kind of threat okay. to anyone. Okay. Uh, and uh, what's what's your last name? Martin. And Mr. Hellman is merely doing. Doing his job, which is uh, to make sure no harm comes of us. And uh, again, I assure you, it was self-defense. The man did charge him with a knife, a rather large knife, I, I, you know. I must say, okay. after a warning shot. Okay. So, okay.
0: Um, no, no. I, I, we, we're looking into the matter, uh, and and we uh, we definitely take that seriously. I have something for you, though. Uh, okay. I did receive. Uh, confirmation of sorts from uh, Professor Williams' widow, or, or, no, he doesn't say widow.
2: <laughs> uh, oh, wait, 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 wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> you know something about I saw, I saw uh, <laughs> uh, Professor Williams. It's a soul. <laughs> yeah, I get to go home now.
0: Way to foreshadow, Gino. Uh, I did receive something from, from Professor Williams' uh, wife. And and he says hey, if you just head back over to my office with me, I'll be more than happy to release this material to you. Oh, that would be great. That would be great to have before we leave okay. in the morning. So yeah, so perfect timing. So he uh, he basically takes you over to the office. Uh, in a locker, he opens up. Um, he takes out a, a, another slim volume. You can see that it clearly embossed on the cover. There's uh, there's a uh, journal, you know, journal embossed on the cover. Nice leather journal, something obviously a gentleman and professional would carry, much like what you carry. Um, so he hands it to you and, and he says, Oh, I'm only left to assume that this is uh that this is David's Professor Williams journal. Uh, Are these all the personal effects that were This is what we recovered, yeah. This okay. is this is what we recovered of uh of of Mr Williams uh it's, it's yours. I, I would ask that you return it to his wife.
2: I, I will. Uh, she will be the first person I see after this reveal. Okay. Well, we, we want to get you out of here as soon as possible. We want
0: you to be safe. We especially want that Mr. Hellman out of here because... Uh, <laughs> he wants
2: to go! Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. We, we, will, uh, we will leave for the campsite tomorrow morning. and uh, And hopefully we will get the geological survey done while we're up there as well before we head back and hopefully easy out of here. Fair enough. We would we would love to keep you for a couple more days, but we would also love to see you go, quite <laughs> honestly. Well I understand. <laughs> well, good good evening to you, then I, I best be going and getting my rest and making sure everything's prepared for tomorrow. Okay.
0: So as you leave, you know this is pretty much taking the better part of a day. Mm-hmm. Um it's evening as you as you walk out of the office. You basically just have to cross the street to get to the White Star. Um, again, you know the looks, the all of that stuff, and 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 you do notice that it's becoming more and more pronounced. It it almost seems like the longer you're here, the dirtier the looks are becoming. Because more
2: things keep happening, and the longer <laughs> the looks are becoming. Right. Well, yeah,
0: we got to get out of here. <laughs> um, so you have the uh, you have the journal. It's a really thin journal. Uh, if you give me an intelligence times five rule. Uh, uh, I kinda wanna see if Dave any we'll,
2: pages are missing.
0: We'll go against we'll go against Ben's uh, we'll go against Ben's now, I don't, I don't
1: think he would let anybody else see
0: that before he had looked through it. Yeah. yeah. So. so Ben's uh, fifteen, so intelligence times five is seventy five
2: yeah, I, uh, made, I made it.
0: You 65. made it. Okay, you made it sixty-five. So, so Ben opens up David's journal and kind of skims through his journal. Um, there really isn't a whole lot written here. Um, just basically his impressions as the beauty of the surrounding countryside. He, David was really taken with the scenery and the landscape. Um, the strange kind of clannishness of the locals, and and he kind of chronicles um, their distaste for outsiders and the way that they treated his party pretty shabbily. He doesn't really make mention of the people he's traveling with. It's sort of oblique references to, you know, quote-unquote, my Negro, and quote-unquote, you know... That other guy? That other guy. Very, Very vague references... You do notice in the journal, as the journal entries get, you know, as you get deeper into the journal, because you spend the better part of the evening reading this thing, um, because Angie's catatonic. catatonic, And semi-drugged out. Yeah. And Martin is just kind of in the room. Keep it watch,
1: make, making sure she doesn't
2: start sm- chewing on the walls. Uh, yeah. Smoking on his pipe. Now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, since they sort of close friends, I'm going to go into the room. So if you're in that room with her... And I would go in the room. Just, uh, he may as well be there reading. You know, yeah, to read. Um, so, I kind of like to take a look, not at her personal journal, but the journal she's been writing about the trip. Oh, Angie's journal? Yeah. Okay, so... I mean, they're close friends. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. You open it up. She's out. drugged out. She won't notice. Yeah. Also, so, it's like, as much as I don't trust the sheriff, he does have kind of a point, you know, yeah. about her. <laughs> what does Angie have written in her journal? Well, basically, um, there are pictures of all these places she's, people and places she's taking pictures of, and, like, just notes, like, uh, about, you know, all the questions we ask the people, like, those notes and things like that, and, like, just her, her impressions of, like, yeah, it is, it is beautiful countryside, but, you know, she has a bad feeling about, you know, the experience with the dowsing rods, and, like, you know, just, her her impressions of like seeing the symbols and you know all the stuff that goes through her head yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And
0: so basically touching the mythos, yeah, and exactly, getting but, up close <laughs> and personal with the mythos. Yeah, it, it <laughs>
2: kinda yeah. And like any imagery that might come into her mind. Did she, she ever
0: develop that, that that no, print? She didn't.
2: She didn't so oh, that, that was like still in the panics? camera, I think. Is it's it's in still the in camera? the camera? It is. Okay. Well that, that waiting for <laughs> her to come <laughs> sane, develop it, go. go insane. insane. <laughs> well, um I'll I look through all the photos, even the photos that, you know, weren't, because she puts even the ones that weren't, uh, developed, developed that weren't, uh, good shots. Yeah, right? yeah, all <laughs> of the pains. She's into, like, the spirit photography. Yeah. Like so, yeah. yeah, who knows, there might be something. So she never, but she never pulled out that particular pattern. No, uh, that's what I was kind of thinking. As I noticed her pictures in the book, you know, I, I look at her camera, <laughs> you okay. know.
0: It's like, uh, mm. You want to? Okay, so so I mean, you, you, I, you could attempt. Well, I'm trying to think because because Angie's really the only one who has the photography skill, and because photography was sufficiently, it was more specialized of an, yeah, a specialized, yeah, specialized. So maybe
2: I'll wait for her then. But uh, any pictures in Williams' journal?
0: There's nothing, really. Uh, your base chance at a photography skill is 10, but you could munson it and yeah. screw up the... How about, uh, are there any pages missing? There are no pages missing. Um, again, just, just his impressions, little sketches. You saw that he wrote little sketches and, and little you know, pictures of, of the countryside itself, his attempts
2: at doing portraiture. And... How about the, the, the last page? The last, the first blank page? Yeah. Is there any impressions on that? Can I do a rubbing?
0: Oh Well, basically, as you're turning the pages and as you're reading the journal, you do finally get to kind of the last page. And, and it's written in this really strange, baroque style. It's it's written in this very stylized script that's unlike any of the pages preceding
2: it. And this is kind of the last entry. Well, kind of, I'll be mentioning it. Is it like that... that Martin, this is curious, and I'll read it to you. Okay, and and, and sharing the same loss. Yes. Yes. Exactly.
0: Yes. So, so you, so you're kind of you're 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 reading it, and you, you see this, and you go, wow. You know, Mar- Martin's sitting there smoking his pipe, thoughtfully <laughs> reflecting on the utter psycho that's laying I mean, in, in me. I may out, have to right? put her down. <laughs> this one. <laughs> the blessed. rest of these are for the sheriff. <laughs> Counting his bullets over That's and over again. Just, yeah, just breaking down his Mauser over and over again. Cleaning it, reassembling it, breaking it down. Um, so, so the final, again, the final page has this written on it. And, and it's in quotations, again, in this really strange script. It says, uh, there the servants, and it's, it's in poem form. It says, there the servants of a monarch undying have long dwelt. Doomed to forever remain in the employ of their yellow king. Okay, so uh, so you, this is where you make a sanity check. Yeah, well, because <laughs> I'm thinking
2: like, okay, I uh, as a professor, I want to put every, I want to put all the pieces together that I have, which is this poem, this saying, the book we saw, the his notes. And, uh, <laughs> and realize people aren't occultists. Yeah, exactly. I guess this is where I he, think that's a bit
1: beyond the intelligence of Martin. Why? Well, I, like that, I that think that sounds is, like something Professor. Yeah, might I come
0: think up this with. is where Professor Professor Strong volunteers this information and yes. shares this sand loss with Martin. Yes, yeah, exactly. Okay, so Martin Sandbox makes a, were that close. Yeah. <laughs> so his his stat is sixty four. No, right? oh, I rolled. 64. You rolled sixty four, so it has to be at or below. So. You roll a D6 divide by two. I failed my sand check. Uh, you roll a D6. <laughs> oh, so you lose one. Well his is like four! So <laughs> you lose four sanity. <laughs> you when 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 Professor Strong kind of starts to go through his notes and says, Martin, check this out. This is why oh, he never wanted to go to school. Yeah. <laughs> check this out. Mm, I knew there was something wrong with this town. <laughs> Don't you think this is weird? What's this whole king shit about? Like he's just going through his notes and right. I say we give the money back and leave. <laughs> well, you can't go anywhere. <laughs> You're done. You're stuck here. Oh, uh, so I don't, catch you don't, yeah, don't leave me. <laughs> I catch you um, so so he's, you know, you know, Professor Ben Strom is going through and makes these connections and and, and you just you find it just loathsome. You're just like, You know, you're weirded out by it. But Martin is just starting to like... You can see that he really is starting to come unhinged now. I mean, what? Oh, yeah. what's your saying at right now?
1: It is now at 41.
0: I mean, he's really starting <laughs> to border... Yeah, almost down there. Yeah. I, mean,
1: I almost broke with that last one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, five
0: would have sent him... I would have loved to see that <laughs> You're one. You're starting to sweat. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, he's... I, I'm just waiting like, until I can go on a killing spree, killing everyone
1: who's not part of, their, <laughs> part of our group. <laughs> well,
0: basically, you know, that joke that I was making about the Mauser, that's kind of what starts to happen, don't you think? I mean, being a military oh, oh, man. Yeah. Uh, there's
2: more work for you to do. Yeah. <laughs> more work to be done. Yeah, here right.
0: yeah. He right. just finds uh, right. I'm
1: keeping... All of the spare ammo is on me at all yeah. times. <laughs> He's just... And the rifle is always nearby. You just...
0: He's just silent as he's just breaking down his rifle and reassembling uh-huh. it and oiling. And and you see him just laying out the parts. I think tomorrow
1: I may well buy extra ammo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Regardless <laughs> of how it I think Ben's going to...
2: Yeah. Screw the sheriff. <laughs> <You're just laughs> not talking stuff. about that. Uh,
0: you're just, Ben's just chattering on while, like, <laughs> while Martin is just yeah,
2: like... I'm also cool.
1: checking over how much food we have, thinking, okay, we can stay out in the wilderness for... Several days. Maybe <laughs> by then the you know the investigation will be over. We can come back and we can leave. Martin's yeah. just like
3: convulsing.
1: I want oh spend God. as much time as possible <laughs> outside the town. Yeah.
0: He's just having like did you guys ever see uh, The Shining? Yeah, oh, yeah. Remember when like Danny Torrance is like, ah, <laughs> that's what Martin's doing
2: right now. He's just having a seizure. We'll to make up the makeup. St- oh yeah, we lost too many minds. <laughs> he's All having, right. like, <laughs> he's
0: having like an insanity seizure at this he's point. Just so close. <laughs> 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 so, so, so you're Ben's just like, oh, this is
2: uh, very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Let me speculate you're here. Just, he's just like, shut up. <laughs>
0: So uh, so, you know, Ben is just chattering on about this and he's just going off and but Martin, don't you think this is strange, <laughs> you know? And, and and you pass the yeah <laughs> you pass the time. <laughs> you pass the time doing that and, and you do make the you do I mean I mean what do you what do you guys think? I mean we'll metagame here for a second, but but if you put together all the elements of the poem of the poems, of the entries, in terms of the game, I mean, what what are you seeing? In terms of well, I don't think
1: Martin is is particularly smart enough to put this together without the the professor helping
3: it along. <laughs> yeah. Other than thinking everybody's crazy, but I think it's as a, from a player perspective, it's fairly clear
1: they are cultists of the Yellow King. Yeah. Or at least that that's that's what the information is pointing at. Whether whether or not that's uh, red herring or not, I don't know. But but it something, seems something, that's the way things are pointing. Something in the minds is, yeah, you know, needing something. Yeah, there is <laughs> something yeah. mythic in the minds. There's yeah. yeah. something that myth- that, <laughs> the, that the uh, locals know about and don't want to deal with, which is why they're sending in outsiders.
0: Exactly. Well, that's that's a guess. I'm just glad you guys told me now, so I can uh, no, I adapt my strategies to... But anyway, I think what we should do is that about covers the whole black steep itself before we go off into the bullet yeah uh, Yeah. i'm thinking i'm thinking we definitely should have todd here for that particular Yeah, i think we're done here yeah (laughs) i mean there's we can we can definitely recap with todd on on some of this stuff but i think we ought to we got what about three three decent hours of game out of just this one scene
2: of course i rolled a one
0: for
2: him <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: but yeah, he, uh, he takes it no
0: problem when it's his friend going and,
2: uh, going insane i
0: just thought it was awesome that angie just like had two freaking episodes of psychosis and i was like oh, that's what i was hoping for this <laughs> whole week i'm just like please please i just want it to be
2: awesome here, but, actually, I'll, just okay I, I will be here next friday
0: but you know, who knows yeah exactly um James I want to give you my phone number that way uh, well, yeah. let me stop recording here because you know <laughs> it's still with the whole world internet. knowing my yeah. yeah I
3: think now uh...